What's up, YouTube and Spotify and whoever else we were going to put this. Uh, I'm Jordan. I'm Nick. And this is the Lift Your Spirits podcast. Episode five. five. Yeah. Pretty sure it's five. Um, primary focus of this episode is going to be Suicide Squad. We might get into some other topics mm-hmm. depending on how long we ramble about Suicide Squad. Yeah. Um, so the first thing I want to bring up is I recently watched a YouTube video on the editing of The Last Suicide Squad and okay. why The Last Suicide Squad was one of the worst movies ever. And he, was, he was a film guy and he broke it down specifically why it was bad. Okay. In my opinion, this movie did everything The Last Suicide Squad wanted to do, but didn't epically fail and it's mm-hmm. actually fantastic. Also, is this... I know it's called Suicide Squad 2, but is it actual... It's an actual sequel? I'm pretty sure Flag is in the first movie. Right. Flag is in the first movie, Boomerang's in the first movie, Harley and Amanda yeah. Waller. They're all carryovers. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's kind of like if you really hated it, you don't have to say it was there. Mm-hmm. If you don't They're not mind. even calling themselves the Suicide Squad or they're, they're they, Task they did X. the same thing in the last one. Did they? Yeah. I haven't seen I haven't seen that one in a long time. I haven't watched it recently, but I like I said I did watch this video and he he broke it down very well. It was mm-hmm. it was a really good video on it. And then it was kind of fun to watch the, this after seeing someone explain all the flaws about the movie and then watching this movie okay. so firstly just very generally what'd you think about the movie well it was it was exciting i definitely liked i liked all the twists and turns that they put in it i i just i just enjoyed the, i just enjoyed the movie yeah it was pretty funny i have, i also wasn't expecting a lot of stuff because i i've only seen one trailer for it yeah and it was just the one with spoilers because we're going to get spoilers anyway Uh, yeah everybody Uh, um we're going to break these up into videos so should we do a spoiler and a non-spoiler video or should we just go you know what i have an idea for the non-spoiler don't even worry about it this is going to exclusively (laughs) well let's let's start let's just start there i'm not i'm not going to give my full opinion i'm just going this is going to be all spoilers it's fine i have a really good idea for this but i don't want to spoil it okay okay well only i i only seen star of the conqueror okay so you knew he was in it yeah i didn't know who I didn't know anybody else. I knew Weasel was in it too because I, re- I remember seeing him and that was it. Okay. So, went into the movie, was watching it and so my girlfriend's favorite person, like favorite actor of like all time is Pete Davidson. Oh, really? Yes. So, so she was very disappointed. So as soon as, as soon as the movie started, like I didn't know he was in the movie, she saw him, she's like, oh, I didn't know he was in there. So, so like, now she's like engaged and then he dies. <laughs> it's like for like what five minutes into the movie, he's his face shot off. Yeah, and she's blown like, out. Like instantly at that point, she goes to sleep. She's <laughs> done with the movie. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, and then and then like as I'm watching, I'm like I, I didn't know any of those names, like any of those type of uh. You didn't know any of those characters? Mm. Uh, we uh, didn't know Weasel. I didn't know Mongal. Mongal, it feel like it's just a playoff of Monger. Yeah, I think I've. heard heard of her maybe she was a titans villain at some point starfire fodder maybe possibly but um i've definitely heard of javelin i've uh, heard of javelin i don't know much of him detachable kid um yeah i've heard of obviously him. boomerang and Harley. his name is actually detachable kevin now yeah we just decided to change it because he's not a kid so fair enough so that's detachable kevin so. i've never heard of weasel um was on that team. I just thought I was oh, like, Savant, this is, never seen him. I was before. like, this is such a weird. I at this point I forgot about I forgot that the shark was in the movie because I did see him in the trailer. I completely forgot about him. So I'm like, this is a weird team. And I was like, I don't recognize any of these people. Yeah. And then 
when they're all like dying i was like what the fuck i was like what the fuck is happening and then that's when we see the the, the real team, team. show up. i was like oh yeah. wow i was not expecting any of this so i didn't even see a trailer i've done this thing where i stopped watching trailers completely mm-hmm. And so uh, the only way I knew some of the characters were in it was exclusively from the leaked set photos that mm-hmm. they talked about on the Weekly Planet. So I had it, but we didn't know who anybody was really. And right. I tried so hard not to get spoilers or any knowledge. I was completely this. oblivious to, to this. I didn't even know the movie came out yesterday until you told me. Right. But so when, at the beginning, when they started off with Savant in the jail cell, mm-hmm. I instantly knew he was going to be the one to die. Not instantly, but when they, they didn't do what they did in the last one which was introduce a whole bunch of the characters they only built him up so i was like he's gonna be the one who gets his head yeah blown I, I agree and i was right but i wasn't expecting all of the other ones <laughs> Every, to also die. Just specifically died. boomerang i th- couldn't believe boomerang died yeah he died really quickly i wasn't expecting that either and the that, was, they, that was that was the only big name i knew from that group so i was like there's no way they're gonna kill him everybody knows who he is you yeah know? and then they did but also the way they did it it looked like they killed flag and harley too for a minute no, I knew Harley wasn't dying. Well, I was it's like, Harley. they didn't show it as gruesomely, so I was like, she's probably okay. But for a second, I was like, did they just do yeah. all of these people like yeah. a fucking savage? I knew, I knew there was. I'm, as soon as I saw Harley on the screen, I was like, they're they're not going to kill her off. Just no way. Um, okay, so I took notes, literally just every little thought I had in order. So if I, we could literally go through these notes and basically recount the entirety of the movie. Okay. So one of my first thoughts was the the guy who kills the bird is weird. Wait, other than that. Is, I always say there's like, is is that like symbolic poetry or like some type of like poetry or symbolism when he killed when he killed the bird and then and the, the bird, bird ate him? Yeah, mm. I, I imagine so. There, I think there's other. I'm stuff. not trying to think that deep into it, but I know that that definitely meant something. Yeah, I mean there might be something more to it too because later on in the movie they kill all those birds. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's a it's, it's a theme. It's a motif or whatever. Yeah. I don't I don't know what it is though. Yeah, we'd have to do more looking into it. My, so my one of this the first is what we need Molly. Yeah. She didn't watch the movie. One of the first major differences I noticed um, between this one and the last one, other than the editing, infinitely better. I mean, mm. it's it's not jumping around. It's It flows better. It, whatever. Um, the music, much okay. better in this movie. The last movie had the poppiest, most radio hit, most on now the that nose. Now that I think about it, I, do re- I remember that. They talk about it in that video I watched where they literally are like, there's a helicopter in the sky. House of the Rising Sun, or like no uh, jail in Louisiana. House of the Rising, mm-hmm. like every song was like, how but, but also, on the nose could we be with it? I think the music selection last time also was like very. It was it was very popular. Like it was mm-hmm. it was mainstream. Like, but I, it was, I I know that for Little Wayne anyway, the whatever song he was on, something for pain. But no, that was a that was a track that they made for the soundtrack, but that wasn't in the movie. That, that was in the movie. Mm-mm. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Okay, never mind. It might have, well, it, never mind. Maybe it was. I feel like it was. I feel like it was. But specifically, the point. But go ahead. Specifically, what I was talking about is like the the established big radio hit songs. Yeah. That they put. I think before the title sequence goes, there's like six songs played in the first one, wow. and they're all like hit hits. Whereas this movie, like the first song is, is a Johnny Cash song okay. playing over that guy. I mean, this is not an unknown artist or song, obviously, but it's way more subdued. It's mm-hmm. it, it's more, all the music fit in the movie so much better. And they were trying to rip Guardians in Suicide Squad. That musical trailer happened and then they, they were literally riding off of, you know, Guardians was huge with this musical soundtrack. 
and they were kind of trying to play that same feel but the songs had no meaning they didn't have it they didn't really fit so and then they get the guardians director who does it tones it down way more and does it way better it's like literally okay, funny so to watch them try to steal his idea and then watch him do it better when did guardians come out and when did the first suicide Squad? guardians came out a little bit before suicide squad probably so a good amount before was suicide that squad. was suicide squad just dc's contender against uh, guardians well so what happened was is that the original suicide squad movie was filmed by david Ayer, okay. and then they sent the, the film this. away to a trailer house to cut a trailer mm. and the trailer that they did was it's called the uh they call it the queen trailer they mm-hmm. put a queen song and you remember it's real punchy and music going and everything's cut timed and it's a great trailer but so it wasn't really representative of the movie that was that's what got everybody hyped for the movie and everyone really liked it and so at that time batman v superman had just got shit on for being too dark and serious <laughs> yep um marvel movies were soaring this trailer kind of took itself from marvel and from sp- some deadpool aspect yeah. the trailer did and so with everyone's flipping out about how great that trailer was they let that trailer house edit their own version of the movie they streamed they uh they tested screen tested both versions of the movie and the they both no no one liked either of them so then they mushed those together with reshoots into the movie that we got which was also bad so they were kind that movie was plagued by just a whole bunch of fuck-ups but the major thing i I think you could see the original I would love to see. Fight. I'd love to see both. I would love to see his and that trailer house cut. I want to see both. But I think the major point here is that. Um, actually, I lost my point. Oh, uh, the real difference between these two movies is mm-hmm. that David Ayer was not as established as James Gunn. When they got James Gunn to come to Mar to come from Marvel to DC, that was a huge get, mm-hmm. and it was really just luck that he got canceled for some stuff back in the day, right? And then uncancelled mm-hmm. when they realize right he makes a ton of money and is going to go work for our competitors and make them a ton of money. But so they got lucky by being able to pull him and they, I guarantee you, didn't tell him he couldn't do anything. If he wanted Superman in this movie, he could have probably got him. What, you know, they, they recognized and they let him get what he wanted. I guarantee you, Ayer had so much studio interference and that's probably a big part of it. I mean, also, that's just like, as I see it, that's what Warner Brothers is known for, just interfering okay. and just, just messing up. Well, Marvel does it too, but the only difference is, is that Marvel does it to an extent that they don't even let you have control at all. If you're a director and you're mm. not a superstar director, you're coming in to direct the movie that they've already decided will be made. Yes. Yeah. The only and exceptions... Also, and also, Kevin Feige is like over top of everything. Every, and, that, and, and, it and has this just, huge coherent, mm-hmm. but a real vision, whereas yeah. Marvel is doing the old school Sony executive kind of bullshit where it's just, we see the movie... We give you terrible notes. We force you to change things, even though we don't even understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. And they ruin the movie. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know, I'd say the only two people who have stood out are Taika Waititi directing Thor Ragnarok and James Gunn directing his Guardians movies. They're the two; Those two movies are drastically different from the Marvel hmm, formula. Yes. That's probably why they're, that's probably why they're, they're the most popular. Studios, it's just not the, the standard formula. Studios don't understand that just because this works doesn't mean this new thing won't work better. And they will beat a horse till it's dead. But so, I'm going to just throw out my opinion here. Jordan said you liked it yeah. quite a bit. Yeah. I think this is the best DC movie since, in, in, this, in, this, current, in this current continuity. Hmm. This is the best one. It's better than Man of Steel. Although Man of Steel, I think, is a great movie. Yeah, I love Man of Steel. It's better than Batman v Superman, which I, agree. I didn't Every- hate as much as most people. Um, 
it has some problems, but I didn't hate it like everyone yeah, else. It's yeah. way better than Suicide Squad. It's definitely better than both the Wonder Woman's. It's definitely better than Aquaman. Justice League. Justice League is hot garbage. I did Snyder like the Snyder Cut quite a bit, but it's still better. Aquaman? Way better than Aquaman. Uh, for a couple of reasons. I feel like we never, we're going to have to rate these DC movies after now. <laughs> we should. That's actually a great idea. But so, it's so c- concise, so great looking. Some of these, some of the cinematography and some of the shots in this movie are actually beautiful. Like, just wildly well done yeah, cinematography. Yeah. Color scheme, everything about it is great. The costuming, uh, it's so, it makes so much sense. It flows so well. And I think it does, this comic book genre, it's just a fun action movie. It's not serious. No one really matters. It's not the end of the world. Yeah, yep. It's just a giant fucking starfish that we got to stop. I mean, it kind of is the end of the world. It could be. Superman would come in and, and punch that motherfucker Honestly, to space yeah, if it right, got right. out of this small South American country, which he clearly doesn't care about because Superman's kind of racist, but no one will talk about that. Superman's not racist? See Superman show up somewhere where everybody isn't white. Never happens. They had to make a Chinese Superman because Superman. They made a Chinese? Yeah. What's his name? Uh, it's something really close to Clark, Clark Kent. Okay. He's, okay. he's, he's subconsciously racist. <laughs> an alien he couldn't he shouldn't even be able to be racist he's so american though <laughs> you're right he was raised by like the country folks could they be racist you never see him interact with anybody who isn't white really you know it's kind of crazy okay i know we're getting off off topic but i just need to say this it's kind of crazy i've never heard of superman being racist but i have heard of captain america being racist yeah have you, have you heard those jokes before i mean kind of makes sense <laughs> yeah especially since he came from okay that, that, that's beside the point back back to the uh, main topic though so do we want to go? Do we want to keep just saying what we, th- what stood out to us, or do you want to go through it bit by bit? No, I'm, I'm down to go bit by bit. Okay. So after we get into him, uh, one of my first thoughts was I think the costuming is fantastic. Okay. Everybody looks much better. They're comic-y without being spandex. They're silly without being dumb. Okay. Uh, they somehow managed to do Harley Quinn without making her just extremely sexualized for no reason. I also think this is the best Harley Quinn's ever been. Because she was... Oh, Birds of Prey. There's That was a movie yeah, too. Birds of Prey, yeah. This is the best she's ever done in the role. The most accurate to the character, in my opinion. Not her fault. It's the writing. This is the strongest writing for that character. I don't know. I feel like... Personally, to me, I feel like I have more fun with Harley Quinn than Birds of Prey. I couldn't... I could almost couldn't finish that movie, if I'm being honest with you. I... I just feel like she seemed she, extremely I, capable while still being funny and goofy. I agree. I agree to that. I mean, because in the comics, she is a nut, but she's useful. You know, she's not lucky into things. She's also also this movie knows uh, when to do stuff. They didn't focus so much on her, which was a really good thing. Like they, they went in the first Suicide Squad. It wasn't just her. her they also had and Will Smith. Yeah, and so they focused on those two. You know, more often than so uh, much. And then Birds of Prey, it was literally called like Birds of Prey and Harley Quinn and the the Fantabulous, yeah, whatever, like, whatever. Like, she became a, a main person in that movie, and she had more screen time than definitely the other three people. The Harley Quinn movie was her movie, yeah. or that Birds of Prey movie was written and directed by Margot Robbie, I believe, or maybe at least written. Okay, she or produced. She was definitely heavily involved. It was her movie. Okay, because they changed the title to make Harley Quinn. It was Harley Quinn in the Birds of Prey is what they changed it to because that original title wasn't getting anybody in the movies because no one knew who the Birds of Prey were. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I personally, I think this is the most comic book accurate 
Harley Quinn. She just she seemed like a real character that wasn't just written to be stupid or like a sex object, but just like actually a real person. You know what I mean? She had depth to her. Yeah. And like just made sense what she did and was Right, right, yeah. Had like some of the most badass I can, scenes. I can agree to that. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I still think that was just her best role. I actually I, I can say that it's probably her best, but it's not the one I had the most fun with. That's fair. I mean, they really made that Birds of Prey movie over the top fun. Mm, mm. I just couldn't. You couldn't get it. Yes. It wasn't for me, but it it wasn't bad. It was definitely better than Suicide Squad. I like, um, since we're still talking about the costume, right? Don't really know who Bloodsport is. Don't really care. That's not the point. costume. Love this costume. It reminded me, have you ever played Halo? Uh, yeah. Have you played Halo Reach? Maybe. Okay, so Halo Reach has... This one character who who has a helmet on his his name is Emily and he has like a skull on his face. Bloodsport looks just like him, but just without the skull. And, I was, and that was like the bottom my half favorite was a skull mask. Uh, no, mask. like there's a a, a, a spray uh, painted skull on top of it on, on the, yeah, the, the on the visor. His, the top of his thing was a visor, but his mouth bit was a skull mm-hmm. mask. There was at one point where I think it was right before he took it off, it just looked like it was just covering up his face, and he you could just see his beard. Yeah, but it was but it it was like what the whatever the yeah. baseline of the helmet was it was a skull it was it was the mouth of a skull is what it was there's some up close shots you can see it okay definitely loved his outfit the most best I, I think a great character too i liked him way better than i liked deadshot in the last movie i thought he was funny yeah. while still being serious interesting i like his backstory with his daughter i like how he just oh wait screamed that, fuck you at that, his daughter for 10 minutes that that part was the best like as soon as as soon as she came in there i was like Oh, it's gonna be the sappy I love my yeah, daughter. And shit. it was the exact <laughs> opposite. That was you. one twist that I, I really liked about the movie. Um, okay. So I, I wrote down um They just they did the boys when they walked in front of the American flag wall. They just did the boys. Mm-hmm. It was like a rip of that thing. Kind of funny. Um let's see. Oh, I thought it was funny when she said that she liked that guy's accent and that he was like, yeah, all Americans. And she's like, Cause we don't have accents. And she said it in the thickest New Jersey accent. Manageable. <laughs> Quite funny. Uh, Boomerang was, was getting some quips off before he died. Boomerang was taking shots at everybody. I liked that he kind of was... Him and Harley and Flag had that like, we've done this a million times. Look at all these newbies who don't know shit. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to go in and be fine kind of vibe. Like they, I like that. I like that. It, it was like some world building to it. Like, they've clearly done this more than... You know, I wouldn't, Pete I wouldn't mind seeing like an expanded universe with this with these characters, not just specifically these characters, but like this type of writing. I think it'd be a great TV show yeah. where you could just get a whole bunch of stupid ass characters in yeah. every week, one season. They already do that though. They have um, yeah, Legends of Tomorrow, whatever that it is. one. Um, can you remember the name? Flag is better. Flag is better. He's he seems maybe like he's. Just kind Flag of like, is also dead. Yeah, that's so sad. But he's like, he like got used to it. You know what I mean? He's like, he like accepted this as his life now. Is just dealing with weirdos. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just like, it's a fucking possum. I don't give a shit. The the mouse is waving at the rats waving also, at you. Probably because he's friendly. I don't I don't know why, but that weasel is weird. Okay, it's weasel so weird. is weird. But I instantly liked him. Yeah. I was like, this is gonna be awesome. I can't <laughs> wait. Thirty seven children or something. <laughs> Like he's such a fucking monster, <laughs> but he's but he's just stupid. Uh, yeah, I wrote down here. Um, after the first time we saw Flag, the long-haired guy is gonna die, clearly. Then, 
Weasel drowns, which is funny. <laughs> Weasel drowns. I was like, "There's no way he's dead." And then, and then, and then, uh, what? Savon. That's 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 how you pronounce his name. Saves him. He he saves him, but didn't even like try to like make sure he was breathing. It's a fucking weasel. It's lucky I, that I, I, even know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I I thought about that too, but it also he like just brought him onto land, and he was like, "He's dead. He's dead." And the fact that Weasel couldn't swim, I thought that was funny. <laughs> was I joke. just thought that was really funny. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, and then also the fact that he goes, did anybody check the weasel can swim? And everyone's just, like, everybody <laughs> just sitting there. The fucking goons in that office in the control center, they're all dumbasses. I love it. <laughs> they're taking bets on who's going to die first. It seems so realistic. <sighs> that was awesome. Um, so I wrote, Blackguard got his face put, punched in, Pete Davidson. Um, Boomerang's actually throwing boomerangs and doing his thing instead of just stabbing people with him. Did you see when he was dead, he had it, he uh, caught it? Yeah. That was cool. Um, so he, they really fixed him just in time to kill him. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to let you go down the list. Arm coming off guy. I was just going to talk about him. Such I like a fucking lame guy. I like, I like the way his arms came off. Okay. Looks Cause, so cause it, looked, it looked like, it looked like it was a toy that you, that you would break Except apart. You and, saw the bone. <laughs> and I didn't, I thought it was so stupid. I thought it was so stupid that as soon as his arm got <laughs> shot, he like like he could feel that pain and he was just like dying. dying. Well, I liked that when they came off, they had no force, they had no speed. He was just like <laughs> plopping people under like, his like like the weakest wrist slap ever. It was completely so, useless. Harley Quinn looked at like flag like what the actual fuck are you guys doing? Right then and there, you should have known. Oh, we're on the fucking expendable team. Um, let's see. Um. When when Mongo jumped onto a helicopter, I thought I thought this was like okay, this is about to be really cool. And then I realized that she had no control over what she was doing. And I was like, this she was is just dangling. <laughs> okay, so then at that point we get into everyone dies, which was a pretty good shock for me. Like I said, I I didn't know the exact cast of the team, mm-hmm. so I didn't know that there was other characters that didn't pop up yet. I kept away from that, so I was honestly gotten by the fact that everyone died. Same. Same. I really enjoyed that. I think not watching trailers is such a benefit. Definitely. Also, it lives to the name now as being a Suicide Squad. The whole fucking team, because basically. Because what, in the first one, one somebody guy. somebody died at the very beginning. Slipknot. The guy yes. who didn't climb anything. The guy who didn't get an intro like everybody else. Died instantly, and then you had Diablo. He Sacrificed died. Sacrificed himself at the yep. end. And that was it. And it's still, I don't think the Suicide Squad was that bad. But then again, I haven't seen the movie in like, five years we should watch it one of these days and i'll point out to you everything that's everything that's about bad it. about it um jumping ahead a little bit we're not gonna okay. go too far into it i i think another major thing that this movie did so much better than the last one didn't is the mission makes sense for these people yes the last one the reason they got them together was to fight superman and none of those people on that team could fight superman and then they didn't do anything close to fighting a superman but this say, yeah superman wasn't even this mission seems completely in their wheelhouse it makes sense for them to do it to use them instead of other people because you're going into another country you don't want to be involved like some it just seemed better mm-hmm. but before we get into that let's keep going uh, I'll, I'll, oh okay actually no i gotta say this because i'm gonna forget mm-hmm. it to say it later so when we learn of starro like mm-hmm. when they're watching a little film and whoever it was was just like describing the film i was like this is literally just like exposition, like yeah, like straight up just exposition. Him, him, literally explaining what, like what they're doing. And I'm like, you guys have been working here for a while now. Like you would 
you would think, right? And like, well, I he was explaining it to he was explaining it to the, the Suicide the, Squad. No, no, the Suicide Squad wasn't there yet. Oh, he was no, explaining no. it to the general. Yeah, your but so that was all kept secret from the general. Okay, so that was because remember he took over from the family beforehand who knew all about it. Okay, and so he didn't know any of that information. So this was him first learning about it. I do see what you mean. It was exposition, but it wasn't like um pointless. Like it made sense that he I, learned I, it. When I when I was when like, watching it initially, I was like, they're literally just explaining this to like to us. Yeah, but that through was, him, he wouldn't know. Yeah. Okay. So it was like their first time even meeting the thinker. Yeah. Okay. But so once again, I have written down just the, the introduction to the characters, the opening scene, the music, everything, and the filming. It all looks better. I just keep kept having these thoughts that it's just color you know it was it was dark but it was still bright you know mm-hmm. everything just looked wonderful um three days earlier flashback so now we're back to when they flash back before he agrees to do it um scraping gum <laughs> Pete davidson comes out with, with toilet paper on his foot and he just throws it down here you go bud so yeah so my first in it my um let me see. Now I've gotten into the part where I started writing, so I can't really uh, read my own stuff. Uh, okay, so Waller threatening to kill his kid was some dark ash here. Yes. And that was, like, yes. actually savage. And then from there on, we get an intro to the rest of the team. Um, so I really liked the joke with Peacemaker having the exact same backstory as Bloodsport. That was funny. <laughs> I also liked... Um, Wasn't expecting to see John Cena in this movie. Oh, no? Was not. I knew he was in it. I knew Pete Davidson was in it. I saw John Cena and I was like, that's the guy from Fast and Furious. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and, then, and then, of course, Morgan was like, where? You know. <laughs> it took me a second to get the joke. I was like, that's he's right good. there. What do you mean? That's and, pretty and good. I was like, oh, shut up. I kind of thought that the intro to the other three, just the, the first... Rat, the weasel and... Not Weasel, uh, the rat, the shark, and the polka dot guy. Okay. I thought the first introduction to them was lacking. Like, I I didn't really get anything. But after watching it a second time, I, I think it was better than I gave it credit for originally. They just had to kind of blast through that to get going. The shark is just, like, really stupid. What, what's his name? Nin, not Ninwo? Yeah, I can't say it. King Shark. <laughs> I was uh, reading the book was upside, upside down. down. Yeah. Um, Calendar Man cameo. Calendar Man cameo. Wait, when was they this, was pick this... up Polka Dot Man, I was just about to say that he is he the one that was making fun of Polka Dot. Yeah. Okay. You can tell it because he has the writing on his forehead. You don't know who don't Calendar know. Man is? No, I know who Calendar oh, Man yeah. is. I just, I just didn't catch it. No, I didn't catch yeah, it. He had tattoos around his forehead. Um. Once again, I, I think the mission was very solid and very in their wheelhouse. Hmm. Um. Let me see. We, I, we get to see Weasel again in that scene. Yep. He's looking the, the window. It's weird. Uh, the words when they when they have writing on the screen instead of doing it lame and oh, just putting they put text it into up, the they put into it things. into the yeah and that they, was cool I like that they're really creative with it yeah I thought that was really nice um, just see that's just something that's like an added thing that they, they took the time like they this how you know they cared for this movie like it, they they could have literally just put it in the bottom corner and just yeah and they also I mean that just adds to it in so many ways it, it's so much more. Layer. You you have Pop. yeah. It's like you you can't get that kind of stuff if you don't have the base taken care of. And they clearly this movie 
was so much more in hand than the last one. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just knew what he was doing. You can't add those little extra touches unless you have, you know, the movie under control, really. Um, so let's see. I really liked Bloodsport just absolutely shit-talking Peacemaker. I enjoyed the little rivalry. Eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> the little rivalry uh, at that, what, the Freedom Fighters camp. I like oh, yeah. that. I like that. Also, the fact that it was the Freedom Fighters camp. <laughs> I thought that it was kind of weird that Flag got put in the team that was actually that, that was going to die, yeah. Because he's well, not... They also had Harley in that team, too, you know? I don't. I don't well, think I'm, they I'm, they planned on that team actually just dying. Yeah. But that team was definitely that diversion team. I f- yeah, I just feel like that seems like yeah. they put Harley they put makes on, sense because she's they put him on the expendable, expendable team. But he's the he's a regular soldier. I mean, he's the only one who's not in prison. Right. That seemed a little like. Oh. Like if I was Rick, I'd be pissed at Amanda Waller after that one. Well, it doesn't matter. He's dead. Yeah. Good enough. <laughs> um. Once again, it just looks. I just keep think. I just keep writing down how much better I feel like this the, movie. The Rat Girl. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I mean, you've watched the movie twice now, so maybe you'll be able to break this down for me a little bit more. So, her power power is to like be able to communicate with rats and all that other stuff. Does she know what they're saying because of that machine? That machine that she just holds, or she just able to like? Well, I think convert her thought into like a command. I think she can command the rats with the wand. Yeah. But I think specifically the one rat that she's always with, I think is with her out of choice. Yeah. And she, I don't think she understands like words from him, but like, okay. they, it's like a pet that's like really. In yeah. Cause as soon as when they explain what her power was or like what she's capable of. Yeah. And then I saw that machine. I was like, well, does she actually like, she just controls them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that's all it is. Um, he tried, uh, King Shark tried to eat her while she was asleep. Why is she so sleepy? <laughs> they never explain <laughs> it. The fact, the fact that she was able to be just still sleep while, while he was holding her. <laughs> like a like. fucking sub. <laughs> like a sub sandwich. Um, Polka Dot Man. Polka Dot Man with his, uh. Yeah, the first time he started bubbling up, I was like, this man is so weird. Yeah. I thought, I, his power is, his power is okay. I thought they could have did. Something different with it. I, I thought he was gonna like take off polka dots from his face or something, and, throw them. and then yeah, yeah, I thought that would be really cool. But I think that's what it was more like in the comics. Um, Peacemaker deciding to just strip down to his underwear in the jungle. Interesting choice. Um, <laughs> let me see here. Um, the first time we get to see Bloodshot's guns is when he shoots King Shark. His his guns are weird. They're so cool. They're, they're like space guns. Yeah, they're like. Nanotechnology, or and something. then and, uh, I know I'm about to just fast forward to the very end when he when he just takes all those pieces and just kept adding them on to the makes guns, big I, ass th- gun. I thought that was so cool. Okay, he's a really cool character. Yeah, like he, I really like this character. He's uh, like discount death stroke, but with more guns and less swords. Yeah, the once again the computer team. I think they were just fucking weirdos, man. I don't know. Every time they came on screen, um. Okay, so now we've got to the point where they kill everybody in the in the village by accident. That was no, no, no. The, it was on purpose. Yeah, but like that was just a, a, a complete misunderstanding. Wait, so wait. 
This is when a new flag was. Uh, this is in when the village. Wallace was throwing the flag got captured, and she told them kill everybody without question. Yes, specifically. So it yes, wasn't their fault. But man, was that a crazy brute! When he shoots the fucking fan and it falls in the bathtub and the man gets electrocuted, I think that was more impressive than the exploding bullet. Because what'd you do? You could have just shot him with a regular bullet in the head. Yeah, yeah. It was a cool bullet. I'll give you that. But the trick shot of killing somebody with a fan. <laughs> They were they were killing they were killing they were using all types of resources to kill because John Cena was using um a blow dart he used a, a tomahawk he walked by that guy who was sleeping and like just like stapled him the whole way <laughs> yeah, just, just casually doing it uh Bloodsport had a garrote they had the fucking like you said the slingshot mm-hmm. they had he used the pistol flamethrower I mean they were doing they it, went out they went all out on that yeah and, and, just and it was a so good yeah it was good and then. When they get to the room where Flag is, and they open it up, and I just see Flag just chilling there, I'm like, "Is he like, is he a traitor?" So like, that was the first thing that went through my <laughs> wait, mind. Like, wait, wait, what? Well, then afterwards, you think to yourself, "Well, we saw the army on the beach, dressed in camouflage, and then these guys were all dressed in regular c- civilian clothes, and it should have hit us right then that it's a different group." You know what I mean? Wait, they, were so the the people that they killed were all freedom fighters. They were just wearing dark, like wait, 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 wait. But though, but they were, but they were at their camp, so they weren't they weren't like expecting they they weren't geared up. The people on the shore was that actually the army? Yeah. Or could that have been freedom fighters also? No, no, because was, remember, Blackguard said that he contacted whoever. I it don't was remember com- the it name. was definitely the army. I seen okay. the, the camouflage. Okay. They okay. weren't almost because I want to get into the to the costumes of the extras. Imagine, later imagine on. that though. That was that though. That was also freedom fighters, and Blackguard actually knew what he was doing. <laughs> no, because they. But they. But I think they shot they, first, and they say also, it was so. the army. Okay. And they did shoot first. They blew his face off. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that, that fight scene was just absolutely... I mean... I the, loved it. The, the I loved right it. level I of actually comedy. Think that was my favorite part of the movie. Possibly. It's up there. I also like Harley Quinn's um, little romantic getaway. <laughs> that was fun. Okay. Um, let's see. Once again, I, I feel like the mission is just so much more appropriate for them. It, it's... Completely within their wheelhouse. Grounded. It's grounded. a grounded it's not, mission. It's not over the top. It's not stupid. And, you know, like, it seems like something you would send them to do. It makes sense. Uh, when King Shark eats that fucking man in the jungle. When he just, just fucking chews and all. Doesn't even chew. Him. Just yes. swallow. He just deep-throated that man. It's wild. <laughs> like, I don't understand. I don't even know how he got him down there because he didn't even push his foot or anything. He just once he got in his mouth, he just kept he just kept like making a throat movement and the guy just kept going down. King Shark is insane. (laughs) Ask King Shark what that mouth do. Let's see. Did Polka Dot Man actually do anything in, in that? See, he uh, threw polka I, darts at one of the watchtowers and it fell okay, down. Yeah, I was that's say, the I first time we see him do it. like a tree or something, but yeah, it was a watchtower. That's the first time we see him do anything. The thinker's wearing a tracksuit. He clearly has a Scottish accent, but it looks like they wanted to be a Russian. <laughs> um, so then we finally get, it is confirmed, Starro. This is the first time we get to see Starro mm-hmm. but at this point of the movie. And then uh, Harley just gets to go on a nice little get dressed up go on a date you know yeah i thought it was kind of funny like it, they filmed it differently it was a lot more like dreamy looking and like 
warm. She was enjoying all of it. And yeah, she like, really likes the guy. And then she ended up killing him. Just no remorse either. Ah, dude, that was so it was, great. It, was, it literally, I wasn't expecting. Like when it happened, I was like, "What the fuck just happened?" And then like you look, like surprised the shit out of me. Didn't see it coming at all. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. One thing I, I dislike about, I'll say movies in general, is whenever the bad guys have an opportunity to take out one of the good guys, they just don't do it. Like so, when Harley Quinn was captured and she was being interrogated mm-hmm. and they just left i was like what are you doing you could have just killed her right here I, yeah. I don't think they were trying to get any more information out of her out of, at that point i think they just like gave up on it and it just was holding her captive well, she passed out and he said wake me up when she wake or there come get go. me That's when she wakes happened. up okay. and we'll okay. continue but i do see what you mean i just yeah yeah that, that was it that was it yeah um I just love the idea. He was like, let's get married. <laughs> like, out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, yes. It was quick. Uh, the Jotunheim. But it, but it was also like a a, a political marriage all, as yeah. well. Yeah. There's such a weird political marriage to like an actual psychopath. Uh, that Jotunheim is made by Nazis. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing that I, 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 I didn't realize until the second movie. So when I watch movies like these, I always like to look at the costumes i like to look at the weapons i love mm-hmm. to figure try to figure out what guns people are using and if the guns that they're using actually have any like um if they matter any or do they just pick random guns okay right and so I, in my opinion this movie did and so the first time i watched it i thought they why? picked random guns or they actually had they actually had meaning okay and so the first time i watched it i thought why would you be using m16s you're the south american country assuming i don't think they were a communist country but it's a dictatorship so it could have been they're definitely in a dictator or definitely in a communist type area south america has a few communist countries it really reminded me of cuba is what it felt like obviously it wasn't um and i would think you would be using ak-47s pretty much the staple of communist of communist regimes okay um the freedom fighters used ak-47s but the um all of the soldiers used M16s, the original versions, the triangle, the Vietnam first gen M16s, except for one soldier I saw had a foul, which is really weird for him to have a separate gun. I don't know why he did it. I kind of think I know why. But so it, it doesn't make sense mm-hmm. for that world in that place. M16s are expensive. Uh, you know, a lot of South American countries have regular, have this like the cheap version of an M4. You know how there was the iPhone and then there was the iPhone color? Yeah. A lot of them have the iPhone color of M4s, which is the shittier version. But so, after the second viewing, and you see that at the beginning of the briefing, Waller says, they weren't friends, but they weren't antagonistic to us. But then you find out we actually were f- funding illegal research through them. They were, they. it was like a call out to... Wow, that's, a, that's really thought out then. Yeah, they they were funded by the the Americans. They probably got those guns from from the it U.S. Was, it was secretly. Like, um, oh, I can't think of the word right now. Never mind. But so it's like a puppet state of our, of ours, and that's why we left those dictators in there. Foreshadowing. That's what I yeah. want to use. It's like foreshadowing, but you have you have to like actually think about it. Yeah, but so I mean that's like a. It's also kind of a dig at like American politics. Like mm-hmm. you know we'll go into all these countries because they have dictators and we want to be good people but really it's just oil but we'll let like north korea just continue to exist they're starving millions of people a day you know what i mean 
America really is a bad place. Yeah. But so we'll let bad people do bad things as long as they have our interest in heart. You know, there's no benefit to go, going and attacking mm-hmm. a place that doesn't have something for us to steal from them. But so that was really clever, I think, that they, they, they did that. Um, I'm also about 90% sure all of the stuff was airsoft gear. Those were those guns didn't have any movement when they pulled triggers or anything. So I'm thinking they were just regular electric airsoft guns. Or it could have been just like how they do in other movies where they're shooting empty guns and they just uh, CGI in the fire. Yeah, well, no, but they there was no moving part. So right. in, if, if, you, if you use a real gun, they do blanks, and it'll function and move like a real gun. But you wouldn't give that many people blanks. real real guns because that would be dangerous. Yeah. So what you'd probably end up doing is give them prop guns, which would be rubber. Right, mm-hmm. but those are really for in the background. I was looking up. You, there's a lot of close range shots. You did a lot of looking oh, up man. on this, but you didn't. But you didn't want to learn about the bird meaning. Yeah, fair enough. And you could. T- I could tell they were real. I could tell they were actual metal. The parts were there. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking they were airsoft guns, as well as the camouflage and the the chest rigs and stuff they were using. And do you remember there was guards dressed in all black? Yeah. The helmets, the goggles, and the face mask. That was all airsoft stuff. Confirmed. I've seen it on Amazon. The helmets, the, the camouflage helmet, the green helmets they were wearing, Justin has that helmet he bought for Airsoft. For Airsoft, it's like $12. So I just thought that was kind of interesting. He used the <laughs> Airsoft stuff. All the other props, all the actual heroes and or villain costumes were extremely well done. But when you have to buy like a thousand guys' right. costumes, probably going with cheap stuff like that. Um, But yeah, so... When they, I just thought that was so interesting—the history of the Nazis, and then we, we took over, and then the Americans, right there is when that's, they, a, yeah, that's when that, the that's Americans really got cool. involved. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it so clearly all makes sense and works together. Um, yeah, Harley shooting him crazy, and then she has that like really sad moment. But I'm like, also, what a badass character! Right, right. Um. Then why did they light all the birds on fire? I did write this down. Because. They, it's symbolism. Because You're right. But what? Somebody shows, smarter, tell us. It shows the soft side of him. You know, that guy, he wanted to he be. He was too to soft. Be. I'm harder. Mm-hmm. I get and this it. is this is just, it was probably just like a throwaway. Yeah. But I feel like those birds also could mean something from the beginning of the movie too. Yeah. But we're not um, philosophical like that. Let me see. Um, Did anything else so, happen in that part with them? Now we're in the uh, wait, storming, no. storming the building. No, Whoa, who do I have wait. PDM? Huh? Who do I have? I mean, I initialized all their names. PDM, PDM, PDM. But I nobody would know. fit that. Polka Dot Man. Oh, okay. We get Polka Dot Man's sad story about his mom being abusive. I feel he like he looks at them and sees his mom and all of them, which is really funny. That's a great gag. I think he's him and Ratcatcher both. Well, we'll get into this at the end. I I I want to talk what we thought about each character overall. I just want to say that I want more backstory for Polka Dot Man. <laughs> yeah, like I'm I'm like curious about. They could put him in the Flash movie. Then I would do that. They could. Then I would do that. Because it's going to redo the whole universe. All these characters can come back to life. Boomerang's not even dead. Okay. Because this right. came out You're before right. Flashpoint. You're right. Or he might still be, but who knows. Um, um, they rescue They rescue Harley Quinn? 
They haven't got, we haven't got that yet. King Shark wants to wear a fake mustache. <laughs> he just puts his, his finger, finger over his face. <laughs> You're a shark, and then, man. And then he says, "You don't even." He says, "If it if you would have if it would have worked and you would have fooled us, we would have had to kill you because you would have been some giant shark looking dude who snuck up on us." And then he got pissed and walked away. <laughs> like they're just fucking with him. Ah, oh, it's so funny. And then we're on the bus ride, and we get Ratcatcher and um, Bloodsport's sad backstories. Yes. And Peacemaker also kind of has the same backstory as Bloodsport, it looks like. Because when he talks about it, he kind of has a look like, yeah, I know that kind of shit. Hmm. Um, but so... Rat, Ratcatcher's backstory... Was like, real. She... It's, it's, it's interesting. I'm just going to say that the part where they have to use the rats to cover up. Oh, that bothers me so much. I'm just saying if they can steal jewelry, they could probably steal a blanket or two. <laughs> I, I don't know why. Okay, so I don't remember the full backstory. So you, you'll probably remember more than me. So did he say why they only lived off the bare minimum? Her dad was a drug addict. Okay. Yeah. He, he, he looked like he was doing heroin. Okay. She didn't actually say that, but in the flashback, she said he had burdens, and then in the flashback, he saw him shooting up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Which, make, which makes sense. Which makes sense, yeah. yeah. I mean, real sad backstory for her. Um, so then we get into the bar where they're waiting for the thinker to show up. Show up, yep. And so between the bus and the bar scene, that was the team bonding. And I think it was way better than the team bonding in the first one. I don't I actually, remember the team bonding in the first one. It didn't exist, basically. <laughs> I actually think that it, it makes sense that these characters start to like each other. He sees his daughter in her. Yeah. Peacemaker and him kind of have like a... They have a rivalry. But like a, not like I hate you, but more like a, I enjoy having somebody to like mm-hmm. bounce off of. And they probably can see eye to eye with their backstory. They, they just make fun of uh, Shark. King Shark's kind of dumb. Everybody kind of feels bad for Polka Dot Man. He's the weirdest fuck to ever exist. You know, so like they have a... a <laughs> the weirdest fuck to ever exist. <laughs> Everything about him is weird. <laughs> so they they have a it's a and, and then Harley, I mean she's not she, like she is nice at times. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like a real cohesive team. I feel like Rick Flag and and Bloodsport know each other. Peacemaker looks up to Rick Flag. You know he even talks about him being a hero later in the movie. Yep. So I mean kills it, him. every it, it had a it had a real reason for them to be more than just where people working together. Right. Right. And I enjoyed it. A I thought bond, it was quality. A connection between all of them. Yeah. Um, they forgot to get the rat a drink. That's kind of funny. <laughs> Peacemaker speaks up for it. Yeah. So then we get to the bit where they escape out the back. The three guys turn themselves in so the rest can escape with the thinker. Mm-hmm. And she makes a rat jump into that man's mouth and kill him. Yep. I that was that. savage yeah. as fuck. Like, that came out of nowhere. She was nice up until that point. Like, she was just making rats, like, creep people out, and then she was, like, actual death right now. Wait, don't forget she had all those rats kill that one guy early on. Which guy? Uh, When they were in the Freedom Fighters, like, camp. Oh, yeah, she had him go over she had She had, like, like 50 rats just attack that dude. Yeah, that's true. Um, Let's see. The one-shot kill moment where they all fucking... Oh, yep. I love that. I love that. That was so great. And the music and the lighting in that scene, too. Like, they were playing music over the radio, but it was, like, the weirdest music to be playing Mm -hmm. over the radio. And it was just... And then the the truck weaving... It was all cool. It was well-done action. It was just campy enough to be fun. You know what? The more we talk about this, the more it's just, like, this is a very good movie. It's so good. 
I, I honestly watching it a second time really made me. I like to do this where I like I like to watch movies twice, mm-hmm. really close together when they first come out if I can, because you forget a lot of stuff in the really first watch. Quickly, yeah, because you're just excited to, to see. see it and everything's coming. But then when you watch it the second time, you have that base knowledge and then you really absorb a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of thought it, when they were wearing the regular clothes, I thought that they were all kind of dressed funny, like it was it was a it was just an interesting way for them to be. I thought it was a fun gag, I guess. Okay. You know, I can't like remember. Blood sports white. wearing like a like a, a beret and a sports jacket over yeah. a wife beater, and and patriot or uh, peacemakers wearing like a, the tightest white polo and shortest short shorts. Like he looks like, uh, like the preppiest boy in school, but like the biggest man dressed like that. It was just funny. Um, that you can't torture Harley Quinn. <laughs> like, what can yeah. you do that the Joker didn't do for the fuck of it? She's like immune to torture now. Yeah, she's. I thought I thought that scene was uh, was badass too. When she when she the next part when she literally well before that, the sixty nine joke. <laughs> and he just didn't get it and went right over this old man's head. It was so funny. <laughs> like the jokes in this movie were like real. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like this huge setup. It wasn't like a Marvel joke, and it wasn't forced like the old DC no. movies. It was just like that's a funny fucking thing to say to somebody. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then she fucking kills him with her legs. That's a Catwoman move from Arkham City. Yeah. But it was pretty badass. She kills him with his legs, and then she gets the keys with, with her, her feet. With her feet. And then she uses her feet to unlock. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've seen that, that that whole scene in Catwoman. Or, or in, did Catwoman do that whole thing? I don't think she did the whole thing, though. Okay, but I feel like I've seen that scene before. But also, I was just like, how is she going to do this? And then when she just bent her body up and just... Unlocked it with her foot. I was like, okay. So okay. she did that. Quinn in the comics is an Olympic gymnast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's like. I just, good. I just thought she was just gonna put the keys like in her hands and then like just yeah, you know, unlock it. it that way. And but, you, but that you, way was cool too. You seen that she did it? It was like no stress for her at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, it using, was routine for her. This using the character how they're supposed to be used. That is a skill set that she has that you actually use. It was really impressive. It was awesome that the fact that they were trying to rescue her. Yeah, and she escapes. Well, so then that's the next bit, right? Is that her escape scene is wild. Just shoot the shit out of everybody. <laughs> then bash everybody with a door. Then shoot everybody in the hallway. And then she picks up the javelin and goes nuts. I mean, she like stabs the man's foot. She's like just poking people in the eyes with it. I mean, like a monster. That was There's, a nice scene. I, I, just, I just love that. Like, they're, they're over here getting ready to climb the wall and everything. And then, you guys going? <laughs> we're gonna save you. She's like, "Well, I could go back I in. Go back in. <laughs> you could do it." <laughs> Peacemaker's like, "I have a shot on the only person in the office. It is the fucking house cleaner. <laughs> He's a monster." <laughs> but so, I felt like that scene specifically. <clears throat> I feel like too often in movies, when they're that was like actually female empowerment kind of stuff without being forceful and cheesy. Do you remember in Avengers Endgame when all of the ladies fight standing next to each other? And it's the oh most on-the-nose bullshit. Because when they're like, they, they do that slow-motion clip of just showing, showing them all. And I'm just they, like, they, we hero pose with all the ladies, and then they just it was beat so up a thing. Forced. And so cheesy. Now, that is... Everybody sees that and goes, it's, it's, it's just, you know, mm. so on-the-nose, so over-the-top. This, I mean... It, it it did the, it achieved what they were trying to do, but like subtly. Yeah. Here's her 
being able to take all this punishment. Then she escapes all on her own in the most badass way. She fucking kills all these dudes. And there's not there's not a single moment where it's like, you know, they don't have to on the nose say because she's a woman, she's so strong and great. Right. They just show it and right. you know, wow, look at this great character. You know what I mean? I was trying to think if there was a moment, because what's that? There's that rule to see, uh, it's for a book or a show where like two women have to be having a conversation about something other than a man for X amount of percent of the movie or something. Okay. For it to pass. It's not, it's not Bechtel. Something, something like that. And it's basically like a, is this thing not sexist? Right. And I don't think it would do that. I can't actually remember. I think there was a scene because there's three ladies in the office, in the computer office. Okay. I'm sure they talked to each other at some point. But Ratcatcher and Harley almost never speak in, to each other in this I movie. Don't, I don't think the people in the office spoke to each other either. It's like maybe one or two lines. Not a conversation for sure. But so, here's my thing though. is It kind of seems like, it. I'm sure it doesn't pass that test is what I'm saying. But I also think that test is a little bullshit. Because you can't tell me you, you had Amanda Waller as her character. I mean, that is... If you want to, if you want a good female role, mm-hmm. try to find another role like that for for a lady to play. You know what I mean? It's not it's non-existent. Maybe maybe there's extra criteria to the rule. Where there, there must be. Where and then, if if they're not like, but Ratcatcher doesn't have any of that romantic aspect. She's just a character, happens to be a woman. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then Harley has you know her whole. She's the probably the sec- the biggest character after it, it'd be her or Bloodsport would be the two main characters. I think she'd probably overshadow him. She, I mean, he was with the team all the time. She had her own away. Yeah, bit. yeah. But they're, I mean, they're both like uh, protagonists in, in their own. Yeah. But I mean, like, I don't think you could look at this movie and say in any way that it. I mean, without being a maniac, that it didn't really, you know. I don't know. I just I feel in pretty diverse cast. You know what I mean? I thought it was. I I just thought. Covering all the bases, this man did a great job of making a movie without uh, making a movie that checks all the boxes that the really, really woke people want you to check without making it feel like he just did it for the sake of doing that. You know what I mean? It's a solid movie. It's a, it's, a, it's a good movie. I liked it so much. I really did. I liked it so much. I'm probably going to watch it again this week. Um. I, so at this point, I've come to the conclusion and... Uh, I will talk about this more in depth at the end. King Shark could not be on this team and this mission would have not changed. He is useless. No, remember he did that one thing with Starro and tried to bite him. And did not. Nom nom. And then got thrown away. <laughs> got thrown. And that was, that was it. <laughs> when Flag suggests... Well, King Shark really is the most useless person on the he's team. He's so useless. When King what did Polka Dot do with, against Starro? Did he... He took out his leg. Okay, yeah. They both could have been replaced. Actually, look, look. King Shark did do something because he annoyed Star Wars to the point where everybody else was able to set up. Yeah. I guess. I guess. Could have been anybody. But um, when the Rebels, when Flag tells the Rebels to attack while they're attacking the other thing, mm-hmm. so well, like, that makes so much sense. You know what I mean? He just, he just gave them the perfect... It just seemed... I don't know. It seemed it's like... like it's a good coherent movie where yeah, everything things, makes things, sense and they fell together perfectly like you don't have to force anything it's just like it, obviously they're all going to go every and they used the same tactic from the beginning 
one team's the distraction, one team goes in and does the thing. They're over mm-hmm. here being your distraction. It, it makes so much sense. But, like, that's another thing I liked about Flag is, like, obviously he's here doing these missions for the people, but he has his... He'll just throw out and help some people like that without, you know... Mm. That's not a part of his mission. Those star experiments were fucked. <laughs> the dude, they're just they're just peeling the thing off of his face and putting it back on, and he's just like writhing and writhing in pain. Like also, that one did dude. you see? Okay, th- this one they didn't peel off the face, but the, you just saw the imprint of the star. That mm-hmm. person's just dead. Yeah. So I just assumed that it probably also depends on how long it's been on their face. But I think it's instant. Just... I think it just starts. So eating the so skin. you know, with that thought, then peacemaker wasn't wrong. What? Where Peacemaker wanted, you know, because they wanted to save all those people. Yeah. Wait, maybe I'm about to get something mixed up now. Which people were they trying to save? The people in the in the city itself, or the people that was already under stars? Star I think Wars? at first they, I think they might even wanted to save the star people without knowing the full extent, mm-hmm. because the only people that were upstairs and saw that were, um, Flag, Ratcatcher, and Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Yeah, and so he said it, but maybe they didn't fully grasp that like they're dead when because he said their corpses under those stars is what mm-hmm. he said. Maybe it is a also you know Starro's reaction to to the, what what's happened to him for the last thirty years was kill you know, everybody. He, yeah, just he's justified. Yeah, I no, mean, I mean kill it, all the people well, that did well, it to you. Honestly, what what I thought should have happened was he could he killed he got his revenge and just go back home to space. Yeah, he said he, he, he liked even it so said much. yeah he liked space anyway. Why would you attack civilian? He's a, he's a dickhead. <laughs> Fuck Starro. Uh, so this is also when we get to the point where the, we, we've we confirmed that the United States is behind all of this. Big surprise. China, the United States, or Russia is behind basically every ma- massively shit thing that happens yes. in small countries. Um, once again, I was talking about how the family was basically a public, public state of the United States and all that. Um... Flag just deciding he's gonna leak this stuff to the government. I just like his character. I think he's fun. He's lighthearted, but serious. He's a good guy. Like he should just be his own character and not be with this shit team. <laughs> like I like him so much. Way better than the last movie. Just completely fix this man's character. Uh, the little rat. He's just cute, man. Like this is our new Stuart. Stuart Little. Yeah. Just everything he does, you just see him. He's just he's just a cute little rat, man. <laughs> I just love the, either the waving or the or, the, or one in It's like I'm not gonna like shake hand. that man's hand, and he was like, "Oh, I looked at his hand." Get this man a drink. <laughs> get this mouse a drink. Uh, so then we get Star gets out, fucking splats the thinker on the wall. Uh, and then we have the the peacemaker versus flag fight. Is peacemaker super strong? Does he have strength? One of the, two of those throws he did to Rick, I was like, that was a little bit. But then again, they always do that. They always, yeah. always he's exaggerate. A big dude. But yeah, yeah, and this also we're using John Cena's build, so he probably could throw. Him. Yeah, but Flag is tall. Oh, you know what? I didn't realize if they were putting him on stilts to make him look as tall as everybody else. I think Idris Elba and him are both Idris Elba played Bloodsport. They're both shorter guys. Maybe Elba's tall. I don't. You have the. Uh, I have the. I have the cast list. Yeah, if you see. click on them, they'll probably tell you the height. I know John Cena is a short man. So, Idris Elba is six two. 
Six two. Okay, so he's a little shorter than me. Two inches shorter than me. Um, Mr. Flag. Rick Flag is tall. Six two. Really? Yep. And oh, shit. John Cena is six one. Who? Oh, they're all relatively the same height. Who plays Rick Flag? Uh, Joel Kinnaman. Oh, you know what? I'm getting him confused with one of those scars guards who's like actually like twenty feet tall. They look real similar. He played. Um, that guy played. Um, in uh, what's that space movie or that future movie in Netflix? The show. Uh, Altered Carbon. He was the first guy in Altered oh, Carbon. Mm-hmm. He was really good in that. So, this is a James Gunn movie, right? Or is yes, James Gunn. Weasel was played by Sean Gunn. His son, maybe. No, no, his brother. his brother, his brother, who's he's the guy in the Guardians movies, the one Ravenger. Yeah, James Gunn is his brother. Dang, he has, they have a lot of siblings: James Gunn, Brian Gunn, Matt Gunn, Beth Gunn, and Patrick Gunn. Hey, <laughs> when I'm a director, everybody I know is in this movie. I don't give a That's shit. Awesome. Uh, what is what was the shark's name again? Ooh, King Shark. Who played him? I'm looking for it. Now way or whatever. No, wait, that's his name, but it doesn't, there's no link to it. It sounded like, oh, uh, wait, uh, Steve Age. Let me see a picture of him. Because I thought I recognized the voice. Mm, I don't know that guy. <laughs> I thought I recognized his voice, too. It sounded very familiar. This might be a better picture of him, that one with the shark in it. Uh, he looks know. a lot younger in that picture. Yeah. Maybe he's a famous voice actor. Probably. Um, there's nobody else I recognize. Great cast, though. All right, so what else happened in that, that scene? Okay, so they, they punch up each other a bit. Um, if Flag would have just stabbed him with the pole instead of trying to choke him out with the pole, he would have killed him. Or I, just really, I really didn't in. think he was going to, uh, I didn't really think. Flag was going to try to kill. Peacemaker was going to try to kill him. Like, I, I knew he was, he was, he was going to do it, but I didn't think like that, like, ugh. That was crazy. It even yeah. shows you the the heart. The heart. Yes. Oh my god. It was a really. I nice... was like, this is a movie. They're not gonna let Flag die. Well, and they like, had oh to show god. you his heart be pierced so you could definitely know. Hey, he's dying. Because <laughs> you wouldn't believe it if you didn't see it. Um. Then he's gonna kill a rat catcher. Yeah, he's a fucking monster. Oh my god. He's like Homelander or the comedian from Watchmen. And actually, the new season of. I think Peacemaker might even have been who they based the comedian off of. And I think there's a new character coming up in the new season of The Boys, Soldier Boy, who's Soldier Boy. a similar, he's a similar, um, he's like their Captain America slash, but he's like a dickhead mm-hmm. like that. Right, is this season five? Season three? What? No, we're way past four? season three. It'd be four season, season four, I think, is the one that was all about the girl, that the, the new girl. That's like better than uh, Homelander. The Nazi. There's only there's only at most three. Okay. Okay. Um. So Flag dies. Is very sad. Um. Who's Milton? <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> like he's been here the whole time. time. He has. <laughs> Thought he stayed downstairs. <laughs> And she's like, who the fuck is Milton? And then she's she like, thinks, what, what's his name? <laughs> uh, she, um, Bloodsport? Bloodsport. She calls him Milton later. Like She totally forgot the conversation. <laughs> oh, this is the thing I didn't talk about. Um, so in the hallway scene, when she's killing all those people, mm-hmm. 
and she's shooting the machine guns, and the flowers are falling behind her. Right? And it's really cool looking. Yeah. And then when she finds the staff, it, like, lights up, and, like, like effects come out from behind it, and then she picks it up. And so, I think, and so, in the romantic scene, right, they filmed it differently, the lighting's different, mm-hmm. there's, like, the movement is different. I think that Harley just sees the world that way. That's a part of her that? craziness. Because it sh- things change when it's from exclusively her point of view. Okay, so then... And here's my evidence to back it up. Okay. When she walks out of the door, she leaves the door open, and the, she's waiting for the taxi, you can see behind her into the door, and the flowers are still falling to the ground back there. Like, they kept them okay. going. It wasn't so just an I, effect for I us. I could agree with that, but why wouldn't they use that towards the end when she's in the fucking eye? I think they did. You see how beautiful that shot was? It's like all okay, crystalline. Okay, okay. And like it's, it's like perfect. It's like water. Yeah, but it's like, like she's just... maybe like in real, in, if a normal person would have seen it and it would have been disgusting. <sighs> but like she just sees things differently in the world and decided that it was a wonderful. Like, she was watching a, like rats tear a fucking eyeball apart and it that looked was... amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you got a point. It wasn't as gruesome as like, like I'm just thinking about like, oh my gosh, they're in the eye. But I'm looking at it and it's like. It's so pretty. Oh my gosh, they're in the eye. Like. Yeah. Like, we watched King Shark rip a man in half, and you saw his guts and stuff. Like, they could have made that disgusting if they wanted to. It could have been slimy and sludgy, but it wasn't. It was, like, smooth and nice. I think she just sees things in a crazy person way, which is kind of fun. They had a lot of fun with this movie. Oh, they did so many little extras. When I seen that the second time watching, and I saw those flower petals still falling in the background, I was like, that is so much detail to add for no reason. That's CGI in the background for no reason. But that's the reason, I think. Um, When he says he finds the new friends, so when King Shark walks upstairs to the aquarium, all of this was pointless. It was was funny. It was jokes. (laughs) Completely pointless. And they they turned out to be like piranhas. I think they realized that King Shark had nothing to do in this movie, so they were just trying to give him little stuff. But it, it was I, funny. I can agree to that. Like he he's just a visually they they needed a big guy. Yeah, they just needed to fill always in, one fill of those, all those. It's always all a clay boxes. face or a you know killer croc or one of those dudes. Mm-hmm. The KGB. Of course, they're always stupid too, big and stupid. I mean, Clayface and Clayface and um. I'm, I'm going by with Killer Croc. Killer Croc is not Killer. usually dumb. But in Suicide Squad, he was. Yeah. Yeah. But they fucking, they fucked him up so bad. Um, he told us to watch BET. I remember that. <laughs> he was just a regular sized dude with a big ass head. That's all it was. It was terrible. Bloodsport kills. Uh, okay, so now then we get. Blood, uh, Peacemaker's about to kill Ratcatcher. Very sad moment. Mm-hmm. And then. Bloodsport falls, falls like seven stories in the funniest way ever. And he just has that look on his face like, I can't believe I haven't died yet. Um, I did I did like how, how they did that because when he when he was falling initially, I was like, there's no way he's about to survive this. And then he lands on the floor and then he lands on the next floor. And I was like, oh, okay. That's... It keeps breaking the momentum. Yeah. It, it made sense and it was funny. Yeah. Like that's the thing is like it was, it, it wasn't too outlandish, but it's still outlandish enough to, for a laugh without it being just comedy you know mm-hmm. serious while being funny he kills him with a smaller bullet <laughs> i great. love that i love it's that it's so great he shoots right through he, it he literally did what that man said he was gonna do earlier in the movie 
and it was so well it was like a really cool shot and like he gets hit in the neck and he's like can't believe what's happened um i think right after that is when star becomes a big tears out through the building um so if anybody's interested and actually gives a shit when star finally tears through the building and the and the military all look up and start shooting at him there's a scene where it shows the military holding their guns firing upwards at Starro. That's when you can see the one guy, for some reason, who <laughs> doesn't God. have an M16, an but he has an FAL. And uh, I don't know why. And it's way newer, too. It's not like the old school fouls, which... He did that He did that for himself. He was like... He must have brought it in. Yeah. <laughs> you want to see me in the movie? But so it was... It's, it's distinct. It's like the newest version has like an M-lock rail on it, which is wild that's like 2021 technology it's not 2021 technology but for a movie it would be um yeah so that's when it is so he gets out this is what i wrote down i'm pretty sure this is all airsoft gear uh, we we talked about the starro quite a bit quite a bit already they kill the government leaders right when it probably would have been good to have an effective military government to help fight this giant monster <laughs> Also, before right, right before they fight the, the monster, uh, the guys in the office <laughs> knock out Amanda Wallace. Yeah, Basher in the no, that's a little. It's it's, it's, it's as he's already already destroying some of the city, but yeah. before our guys get into the into, into the, the melee. melee. Yeah, yeah it's well, she does. They do it while that's happening. Um, that's a just, crazy just, scene. Just bashes her in the head. I'm like, wow, you guys are about to get fired. Yeah, that's what I thought too. <laughs> um. Okay, so they kill the government. Uh, the, the she was going to blow their heads off because they were kind of they were going to do a good thing, right? Like this is your pro. Like this is you. You wanted them to destroy Starro. They wanted she wanted him them to destroy, destroy evidence the evidence of, yeah. of Starro. So the 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 face hugger Starros, the little ones, mm-hmm. they're practical effects. That wasn't CGI. They were real things. Disgusting. I hate I hate any type of alien that this has to be on your face for some reason. But it looked so good, like the mouth placement when they would talk, and just the fact that it was it must have been a rubber or like a, a silicon mm-hmm. thing. But I just noticed it, like one of the guys they had like up close on his face. I was like, that's real. Like it was great. You don't see also, practical also effects just, like that just, often. Just the idea of Starro making smaller versions of himself to take control of other people is like. So it's a it's not a, it's not new or anything, but the concept to me is just like it's it's weird because it's like that's not baby Starros; those are just star. Him. Yeah, it's just him. He's a hive mind. It's real creepy. Yeah, uh, great great weird villain to have. Um, so once again, they're practical. Yeah, I mean Amanda Waller is absolutely a, just a piece of shit person. When mm-hmm. that whole just gonna kill them, just gonna kill Fuck. them because they were. Fuck those people. Um, fucking Polka Dot Man dies after realizing his hero potential. I mean, he does something great and then instantly dies. Imagine that's your mom. <laughs> just you just got so it. Fuck your ankle. <laughs> um, and then so yeah, that's my that. dad. That part with the with the daughter. Yeah, um, but before that, that's when we get to see uh, um, the rat catcher, um, too. She has that flashback when she controls all the rats to take mm-hmm. down Starro um, with the help of Harley Quinn. She has that flashback of her and her dad sitting on top of the 
um, thing, that's when I realized it was Taika Waititi. I didn't realize it in the first flashback of her dad, but that one he's up close and he talks. Wait, 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 wait. You got me confused now. Oh, shoot. I was thinking Taika Waititi was the general for a second. He's no. just in the flashback. He's he's, he's the, the dad. dad okay, of okay. Catcher with the crazy hair. Yeah, I just I remember just seeing somebody with gray and black hair, and, and he, Taika Waititi was the first person I saw. And then I have to scroll down further unless I see the guy that played the general. Yeah, so good. He he talks to her at the top of the thing. I guess she's supposed to be Portuguese, maybe mm-hmm. from Portugal. Which I mean, obviously we're not gonna get. Taika Waititi has the most New Zealand accent. He didn't try to change his voice at all for that. He just talked. Which, you know, that's how that's really how I knew it seems like, oh damn, that really is him. Uh kind of a crazy little I, I don't know if he was confirmed to be in this movie because once again I didn't see anything about it mm-hmm. that I didn't have to. That was a fun little inclusion for me, one of my favorite directors. Um They go free. He 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 blackmails his way out. He pulls an Amanda Waller on Amanda Waller. <laughs> Which was pretty great. I liked the end of the movie. I felt like... I mean, I guess Bloodsport's probably still a bad guy. I mean, he kills people yeah. for money. Yeah. Um, Less bad than Peacemaker, by far. No, Peacemaker... Peacemaker is a good guy. He's, he liberates. He's, he liberates people from life. <laughs> uh, But then, honestly, Ratcatcher and Polka Dot Man, I thought, just weren't villains. I thought they just had a bad time of it. Um, he got he got injected with the interdimension, di- interdimensional virus. Yeah, I mean he just had a terrible upbringing, but he was probably one of those ones who can't be. He would probably accidentally cause damage and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, man. Peacemaker's a bank robber, but I'm not gonna lie, guys. If I could get away with robbing banks, I'd probably do it. <laughs> so, not Peacemaker, uh, Ratcatcher. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hate on her for that. It's not like she was killing people. And my the best part of the movie, Weasel's alive. <laughs> he <laughs> just waddles away. <laughs> the way he moves is just so silly. Intentionally, the cringiest way to move. Also, he woke up like it had to be like days now. Oh, I think that was a flashback. I don't think that was like, okay. I don't okay. think he laid on the beach for like three days. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> would have been funny if he laid on the beach for three days, but I don't think it. I don't think that's what it was. Um... So, I just wrote down my overall thoughts right after the movie of each character. But now that I've seen it twice, we can really get into it. So, I think Peacemaker is just a piece of shit. I mean, he's just, like, his code of ethics so is, is absolute garbage. Like Captain Boomerang. Well, yeah, Captain Boomerang's, like, a racist. Okay. They didn't really go into that this in this movie very much, and they cut a lot of it from the last movie. Like Captain Boomerang is a legit racist. I know that. But there's that. But I I just I just thought that it's pretty interesting that I'm more happy with the guy who pays who kills people for money than the guy who kills people for his code of ethics because his code of ethics is dog shit. He he was a fucked up individual. But it was it was he was that Homelanderish kind of messed up where it was mm-hmm. like okay I kind of enjoy watching this crazy person um once again also uh, we, we liked him all the way up until he killed Vlad. yeah but i could kind of tell he was a piece of shit the way he went about killing people that scene when he was he had the lady he, I mean, he even talks about like you know i'll kill anybody for anything i don't give a mm-hmm. shit you, you can kind of tell that he had a little bit less of a conscious than Bloodsport did 
even though Bloodsport wanted to pretend like he didn't. Uh, Flag is just so much better. He just fit way more into the role. He looked more loose, more happy, like more like he was enjoying it. I liked him being in the yellow shirt like he was in the original comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just a way better, way better portrayal of that character by far. Once again, like I said, I, I do. I think this is Harley's best, funniest, most badass I think, performance. I think now that we've talked about it, I can agree that this is a really good DC movie. Yeah. I don't know if I still consider it my favorite or the best, but I, I would say overall maybe, it's a really good movie. Maybe not my favorite, but I do think it's the best film. Like, technically. like I think you're also biased. No, I really... Uh, I don't know. I think you're biased. I really actually mm-hmm. like Batman Taika v Superman. Taika and James Gunn. I like Batman v Superman a lot, though. And I'm a huge Snyder fan. I really am. I, like I Batman do Batman v Superman a lot? I do. I don't think we've ever had this conversation before. Well, we can get into it afterwards, but I have a controversial opinion on that, which is I don't hate it. <laughs> um, but yeah, once again, Harley just knocked it out of the park. Bloodsport is better than, than Deadshot was. More entertaining. 100%, 100%. More entertaining. Also, I just... More charismatic. I definitely better. like... Bloodshot's just outfit. His outfit is cool. His, so cool. his guns are just like cool. Everything like he did was compartments cool. on his suit, yeah. which are just awesome. Everything about him was was just the best. Great main character. I think that maybe, um, like I think Bloodsport took Rick Flag's role in this movie. Probably they probably set it up if, that way. Well, if if they wouldn't have got Idris Alba for him, if they were just cast some no name, he wouldn't have been such a big role. And Flag might have gotten more play as the main focus because he right. would have been the next big name actor after Marco Robbie if it wasn't for Idris Alba, who is well also John Cena. Yeah, but, but John, I, I can't see John Cena being a uh, like a. He was a definitely going to be the comic. Yeah, he John Cena's. He might have been the bigger name, but he wouldn't have been the bigger. Yeah, he, actor. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I can only see him playing a supporting role. Yeah, and I don't. Has he had a movie on his own? I don't know, because only because the only two movies I can think of right now are, are Fast and Furious and this. And he's not bad at acting. No, yeah, definitely but, not. But he's not. But also, I he's can't. Not that guy's his face, level of man. His face, man. It's, it's weird. Like, it's like so square. <laughs> So square in his 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 mouth is just a line. It's so he's so <laughs> misshapen. <laughs> He barely looks American. Like, he looks like he should be, like, Ukrainian or something. No offense to if someone's Ukrainian. You guys are big and blocky, and so is he. <laughs> like, he looks oh. like he's from... When, okay, okay. So, somewhere just, cold. Just because we're talking about this right now. After the, what, the explosion happened, and right before, like, he grabbed the, uh, the thing, they were going for the disc, him and Flag, mm-hmm. like, he, like he, he had a close-up on him, like, getting up, his face was just, his whole head was just, like, misshapen. Massive. Yeah. Like, it was, like... This side was like the left side was all flat, like a like a straight line. And the other side was like all bumpy and weird. And I was like, why? Why does he look like this? Why is your face like, wrong? This, this angle is just is terrible for him. Yeah, I thought in that fight scene though he was. I think it was a lot him. I don't think it was very many stunt doubles in there for him. And I thought it was pretty good. It seemed really physical and really good, especially when he was like grabbing yeah, him. Yeah, he's, he's a wrestler. He knows, so yeah. he, he fakes all this stuff for life. I know it. It, it played out. To. It played out really well. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, King Shark. 
There's nothing about him that needed to be in this movie. You hate King Shark. I don't hate him. Oh, no. I thought he was no, funny. You've been ragging on him this entire time. I thought he was funny. For the funny. last, like, at least, like, 30 minutes, you've just been ragging on him. Every time you open your, open up your mouth about King Shark, you have nothing positive to say. He doesn't Other, do anything. <laughs> the highlight of what you said was that he's, he's deep-throated a man. <laughs> he did deep-throat a man. That's not even positive. <laughs> he, he just wasn't necessary he, he he attributed nothing to the mission they go we're gonna kill him and amanda waller goes you're not gonna be able to get in there well, unless you, know, you kill him you know that happens in all movies with a huge cast like they're always gonna be that one person that's just not gonna get as much but all they had to do was have one specific thing that they could not do without a big strong superhuman strong guy you know they did talk about that that's the reason they had him on there and they needed she, him for like the door or whatever said, she said you guys will not be able to get into jotunheim without him because they were gonna kill him after he tried to eat Ratcatcher, and then she also, said, "Also, when he when he ate all those bullets, like when he was getting shot at by him, I was like, that's crazy. I thought he was, I thought he was gonna die right there. I oh, thought, they, I thought they were just gonna kill yeah. him. He has real tough skin, but like, I mean, if they just had like a a scene where he had to like maul down a whole bunch of guys, or if he had to tear something open, but he had nothing. They were, you know, it, he it did also nothing. It also might have helped if he had everybody had a backstory." He didn't. And, and after they had their backstory, they also did something like heroic. Yeah. He didn't have the backstory. He, that's that's what it was. He's also, the only one. He was. They, the, they, he they the were just flat. like he's just some some shark dude. That's that's basically how he was described at the beginning. Yeah. Like, they said he the might be a descendant of, of a god. Yeah. He was too dumb. Like to too dumb in the sense that like he didn't have enough personality to play in the in to communicate with people mm-hmm. for anything other than a quick joke. He's like the Groot of the movie, but Groot actually had personality. and Yeah, he had less him. personality and less usefulness than Groot. He also had less personality than Cro- uh, Killer Croc yeah. in the first movie, from what I'm remembering. Killer Croc wasn't a great personality, but he had more. Yeah, he also had like... Yeah, yeah. They made up a use for him. It was kind of a dumb use, but they made up a use for Killer Croc. That's what I'm saying. He had no no benefit of having him on the team. When, and when, he was actually a hindrance. When Indris Alba said... Uh, Narwhal, whatever his name is, nom nom to the f- f- uh, to fight Starro. I was like, what is he going to do? Just bite him? And then that's exactly what he did. And I was and like, he just got thrown. he just got thrown off and hit, and hit a building. I was like, you're, well, you're out. I mean, if Starro was smaller, maybe he could have, you know, like grappled him up a bit. But mm-hmm. he was way too big, and, and it was just he was just kind of useless. And Polka Dot Man, I liked. I really like Polka Dot Man. Yeah, you end up liking him because of how weird he is and, and sad. You, you yeah. feel sympathy for the shit life he had. That, but, but also also the, just the fact that, you know, he sees his mom and he just wants funny. to kill her. Yeah, it's, it's silly. But he also was useless. In this, When I say useless, I mean you could have replaced King Shark with a big muscly soldier. Okay. And you could have replaced Polka Dot Man with a random normal soldier. Right? And they would have been able to do everything the same. The regular soldier could have shot the guys out of the tower... The big muscle okay, well, guy. See, look, I agree with that, but also, I mean, when you have the Suicide Squad, you, you have want to characters. Have, you yeah. want funny looking characters. I'm not saying that they shouldn't have been in the movie. I'm just saying, from Maybe. a team standpoint, from an actual logistical in the movie, they're the only two people but, on a but team. Also, look at it like this: what you just described is exactly what they need to do anyway. They needed a random ass big dude, and they needed a random ass person that can shoot. Well, they didn't. So they didn't really need them. They could have just. It could have been anybody. 
pick anybody else. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. That it was anybody. Yeah, they just picked random characters. Yeah, but I'm just saying that like for for the movie, it worked. It was funny. I liked their I liked the characters. They were good placements. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. if I was Amanda Waller and I'm putting together this team, those two probably don't need them. Especially because a lot of the thing was you had to go in, like you had to like not be spotted. King Shark's so fucking obvious. Honestly, I thought the way. Okay, so he had a power dampener on when he was in the um mm-hmm. in the cell. I'm thinking that his powers must be just wild. And they were they were kind of wild. But basically, the whole thing was yeah. It, but I I thought he was gonna be like he would die Superman if he level. didn't expel his powers. Mm-hmm. And if he expelled his powers in prison, he could just walk out of prison, <laughs> like it'll tear through the walls. So it kind of, I, I got, but I see what you mean too. I thought he was going to just start glowing or some shit right when they took it off of him. And then, and then when they, when, you know, his name is Polka Dot Man. And he, when we learned that he threw po- Polka Dots, I didn't think it was going to be him like warding up and just looking all gross and the, like. Yeah, bumpy. Yeah. Um, I liked Ratcatcher though. I liked her personality. I liked Ratcatcher. I liked, um, she was useful. She did have things. That other people couldn't pull off. I mean, the rats being able to go cut camera wires is useful. You know, she can kill people with them. They could probably do reconnaissance. You know, she, if they didn't have the situation, but if you needed to get into a small space to grab something, you mm-hmm. know, go through the vents instead of sending a person through the vent, you could send a rat. Like, she has a lot of use to a tactical situation like this. I, I think that's the other thing is that... They, all, they also, they, they needed to show that because... When when you heard of what she was, mm-hmm. you just thought she could control rats as lame as hell. Yeah. Then when you got to see it, it made it made, made sense. It for, yeah. I thought Polka Dot Man probably would have been more useful if he was like his powers weren't bad. He just isn't his character. He's not a soldier. Like yeah. he's not a he's not really a superhero. He's just a. Why did it say why he was in there? Did he no, kill? They didn't say why he was in there. I I'm have to assume that he did something. He, accidentally. he probably actually killed his mom. Oh, he definitely killed his mom. <laughs> he definitely killed her. He could have even been lying. Probably killed his brothers and sisters. Some of them. Or they died from the disease. Yeah. You know. But yeah, I... Overall, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Yeah. I, I did too. I definitely could watch it again. I mean, I'm not going to watch it again anytime soon. I just watched it two days in a row. Uh, I literally watched it... Finished watching it like 50 minutes before we started this podcast. Of course. So I'm, I'm it's fresh in my, I wanted it to be fresh in my brain so we could talk about it. But yeah, I, I have nothing but good things to say about this movie. I don't have, except for King Shark. I just think he was useless, but I did not like him. He just wasn't necessary for the movie to flow or for the team. But he was funny. He had good comedic bits. He did add to the movie, just not to the team. Hmm. But like I said, I have, no, you know, usually when you come out of a superhero movie, you have a little bit of nitpicks, especially a, a DC movie. There's always something to say. Couldn't have done this. Should have done this. There's always that thing of, like, oh, how did this happen? Type type of idea. Where this one, you can just every you see everything, and it they put all everything makes in the movie. Sense. Yes, everything yes. fits together. There's no <clears throat> exaggeration. There's no oh, hand wave it away. I mean, they just do all the things. Mm-hmm. Actually, there might have been one thing. I personally didn't have any oh, nitpicks that I can recall. I can find. The only nitpick I can find is that when the guy says, go find the American, the other Americans, I'm sure there are some here. They just happen to show up at the one fucking bar. The one bar 
in this whole it's, a, it's clearly not a small city it's also the bar that the, your scientist guy likes to frequent why would you pick this one but they just roll up right to where they are with no intelligence no tips nothing my my if i wanted to be devil's advocate and shoot them some bail you could say that maybe they just went to everywhere and, and that's the one that they just happened to be at them, themselves. Well, maybe they set the whole army out and they went to every business and every yeah, house. Yeah, yeah. And it just showed us them at their pl- at that place instead of showing the military going to a whole bunch of places that they weren't. Mm-hmm. They just skipped to when they did find them, which I could give. But it kind of just seemed a little bit cheap. Yeah, also, they yeah. said in the briefing that it was an adult, like it was basically a strip club. And then you went in there and it was just like a bar. It was just a bar, yeah. <laughs> it was just a bar. But, I mean, you know, I don't care either way. Or maybe they just didn't show the strip club part of it. Yeah, yeah maybe it's a bar up front and then further back. Yeah, but it seemed, like a, it seemed like a club. Like, people were, like, dancing and, like, <clears throat> you know. I did think, I, but like I said, that's such a small complaint. doesn't even matter. Right. Didn't even notice it the first time I watched it. Overall, I think this is a very solid movie. I We haven't come up with a rating system, so... I don't think we should go and like just rate. I think we should just do our own personal ratings. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I would say, out of out of just it being a regular movie, I would say this is probably an eight out of ten. Easily, I can easily say that. I don't feel like doing no points. Eight point five out of ten. I'm just gonna say eight out of ten. Just solid right there. I might give it a nine. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think it's a pretty good movie. Um, if we if we rate this out of DC movies, I think I- we're gonna do that next. Yeah. Segway. I'm a Segway god. Okay, you want to pull up all of the... DC movies? Yeah. It's not not a big list. I'm not going to be... Actually, I'm going to go back. I am going to do points, and I'm going to give it an 8.5. Because a 9 is pretty high. 9 is pretty high. movies all together. Uh, See, look, I was thinking of 8.5, but I was like, I don't don't feel like getting into all that, so I'm just going to just do a solid 8, because I'm not going to give it a 9. Is this the DCEU? Yes. Okay. DC. Yeah, I think it's a it's, it's a very high quality movie. I just had to think about it because, I mean, I gotta have some room at the top top for my favorite movies. Mm. It's definitely a well, good movie, but it's movie. not my favorite by far. Here we go. I got it all. All right. Ew! I hate how they. You guys want to hear us? Read a list and then put it in a different order. Well, we've already, good luck. <laughs> we already did this for Marvel, so we had to do it for DC. Yep. Okay. Here we go. Okay, so I'm just gonna just list you off the movies. So we have Man of Steel. We have Batman v Superman. Okay. Suicide Squad. Justice League. Okay, Suicide Squad one. Yeah. Justice League. I'm just listing them all in the yep. order that they came. Um, Aquaman. Woman. Oh, Aquaman. Shazam. Oh, I forgot about Shazam. Oh, I also skipped over Wonder Woman. Yeah. Wonder Woman. There's Wonder Woman 1 and Wonder Woman 1984. 2. Birds of Prey. Okay. Um. That's it on this list. And then Suicide Squad 2. Yeah. And you know what? For Justice League, it'll be Justice League and actually Justice League. The difference between Snyder Cut. The difference between these Suicide Squad movies is—is is it called Suicide Squad too? It's Suicide Squad and the Suicide Squad. Okay, yeah, because I'm about to say it says on here one's called Suicide Squad, one's called the Suicide Squad. We should also put wait, what's the last one you put? The Snyder Cut. Okay, I will come say put that on there. 
Um, I think that's all of them. This mm-hmm. list doesn't show anything else. It shows future movies. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that is, this is all of them too. So this is a very this will be a very quick list to make very because quick. it's so short. So I am putting Justice League at the very bottom. I agree. Okay. I I very I would say after Justice right before Justice League is a public Suicide Squad. The next one up. Yeah. Out of all those other movies on that list? Yeah, for sure. I would say all the other ones are pretty decent. Well, well, I can't wait to okay. see what the top three are. Well, I think for this one, we're going to make our own separate lists. We're going to make our own separate lists? Yeah, in case we don't agree on something. But this is this is, this is a combined effort, though. You and me are going to disagree on the placement of some items. <laughs> I mean, I agree with that, but that's why that's what we did on the last one. We just yeah, did some stuff, and then we but just... I, I feel like we were pretty consistent. I feel like you and me are going to have a drastically different opinion of a movie coming up. What are you talking about, Batman v Superman? Yeah, I'm I'm I, not putting it very low. I'm not, I wasn't going to put it low. I don't hate the movie. The only thing I hate. Okay, so let's let's just get this topic out the way now. Well, let's finish this, then we'll get into that. And okay, you know what? Okay. We'll do we'll do our own separate ones, and then we'll do our compromise. Okay, okay. Um, so after Suicide Squad, I'm. Probably thinking. That's that's a Shazam. Do you put Shazam on that list? Yeah, I think for me it would be Birds of Prey. I can agree to that. I did enjoy Birds of Prey, but I think these other movies are a lot better. Um, I feel like this is harder to. Wonder Woman two. Wonder Woman two is is worse than Wonder Woman. Um. Then, for me, I would just say I'm thinking Aquaman. Snyder Cut was good, but I don't. It was good, but it wasn't great. I think I would put the Snyder Cut before Aquaman on my list. Yeah. So Snyder Cut, then maybe uh, Snyder Cut. Then I'm gonna say Wonder Woman. Then I'll say Aquaman. Wonder Woman one. Yeah. And then Aquaman. And then I have Wonder Woman. One. And then the Snyder Cut. How many how many spaces have we left? We have like four, five? Yeah, we have one, two, three, four more. So I'll have to put Batman and Superman. Ooh, you know what? That's pretty high. Actually, Shazam. Oh yeah, Shazam's up here though. And then the Snyder Cut for me. Okay, so I'm going to say Batman v Superman is my next one. BVS. Um, what do I have? I'm going to go Batman v Superman as well. Then Man of Steel. We have, we have Man of Steel left. We have... Shoot. I'm a little confused. Okay. Man of Steel is my top one. I'm just gonna put that. Man, as the top your... one. I I don't know which ones I'm missing now. Okay, so you haven't put the second Suicide Squad on or Shazam. Suicide Squad and Shazam. So Suicide Squad number second, two. Yeah, yeah, number two. And then Shazam. I okay. personally just like. So I'm gonna read down your list. Okay. So you from from top to bottom, from number one to the worst. Uh, Man of Steel, Suicide Squad two, Shazam, Batman v Superman. Aquaman, Wonder Woman 1, uh, what's SC? Uh, Snyder Cut, Wonder Woman 2, Birds of Prey, 
Suicide Squad 1, and then the, the first Justice League movie. Okay. So we agree basically halfway up the list. Mine goes Suicide Squad 2, then Man of Steel, then Batman v Superman, then the Snyder Cut, then Shazam, then Wonder Woman 1, Aquaman, Wonder Woman 2, uh, Birds of Prey, Suicide Squad one, slight it's just slight swapping at the very yeah. at the very top of the top four I think yeah, but I told you we would we would disagree. It's after Wonder Woman one, so from Wonder Woman one to the bottom of the list we agree hundred percent yeah, and then from the next half up we have a disagreement, but they're not drastic yeah. You actually don't have your don't have Batman v Superman that much lower than I do no because I personally didn't hate the movie like everybody like the only thing I hated about the movie was just how Doomsday looked. Like that, that, that bothered me. Uh, well, the whole Martha thing, I think that was stupid, but it was silly. Yeah, I think the Martha, Martha scene. They could have done something else. It, it didn't throw me the way it threw everybody. Like everybody else thought it was so ridiculous, and I was like, yeah, I mean, it's not realistic, but it doesn't. Well, it didn't pull me out of it. It didn't ruin it for me. For me, like and okay. Doomsday did look like dog shit. When back, yes, when Batman vs Superman came out. I went to see it with friends and family the same day. So there was, there was a lot of us there. Mm-hmm. And one of my friends brought some of his friends. And I, I ended up sitting by one of them. And as we were watching the movie, he's just like, he's just like talking. And he's just like taking like mental notes. But mm-hmm. he's just saying it out loud. And at some point, I don't know at what point he, he says it. But halfway through the movie, he goes, Batman and Superman. Uh, Batman and, and yeah, Batman and Superman have this. Uh, their moms have the same name. As soon as he said that, I was like. Oh shit! You're right. That's crazy. And then, and then to think of that on the spot. <laughs> yes. And then it, it shows up, and I was like, "I fucking hate this. <laughs> I, I hate this. I hate that this just happened." But other than that, I don't think the movie was that bad. I was I was looking forward to it. I liked what they what they were doing with it. I, I liked that it was going to be like the start of the Justice League mm-hmm. because they they obviously trying to get to Marvel. Did you ever but, watch the extended cut? I did, but I. It's been so long now since, since I've seen both of them. The extended cut is better. It doesn't fix the movie completely, but it's but much it, but it does. Yeah, it makes it. It makes things make sense. Yeah, it, it gives everything a little bit more mm-hmm. fleshing out so that it's not such a rushed kind of thing. I feel like I feel like at this point they just do that on purpose on DC side where they just make a movie and then they're like, well, it had that reception, but we can make more money by just doing the extended version of it. Mm-hmm. I like I said I. I liked first off. I think Ben Affleck was a great old Batman. I think he killed people. He was he he killed people. He you hurt them even, extremely you bad. You can't even argue. Yeah, he he put the, he put the one person's head in the in the cement. Yeah, I know. But so I think, I think that was like I think that was my biggest problem with certain things that was happening in the movie. It's just like this is not how the character is. Batman doesn't kill. But I mean, this is like a different Batman. I feel like yeah, but it doesn't matter. That's this is this is Batman's one rule. I feel like he wasn't killing so much as like he was just. Not holding back, and if people died, it's your fault for having that's loose bones. Not, you can't. <laughs> that's not a good enough reason. Batman doesn't kill. Because if he did, then he would have killed Joker in his universe. Just be tougher. Yeah, like um. Yeah, it, you're right. It's not the regular Batman. I mean, I I remember reading Hush, and he's he's coming. Th- Killer Croc has kidnapped some kid, and he has mm-hmm. some goons with him. And Batman knows the goons. He knows them all. He knows their faces. He knows that they, when they just got out of jail, how long have they been out of jail? Mm-hmm. He goes, I broke this guy's rib two weeks ago or something. He probably hasn't healed from it yet. Like he, he knows everything about the guys. So when he attacks them, he's like, I'm going to punch you in the ribs again. Get ready for extra pain. Like, like 
what you, you yeah. get what I'm saying though? It's yeah. like a different Batman. Like he knows he, he he doesn't kill, but on top of that, he's so controlled about it. Whereas in this, he really was just flailing people into walls and wrecking people's destroying existence. them. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> but the fighting was fantastic. That was the best Batman fighting. Aside from the fact that clearly, yes, these people were dying. Never has Batman fought in a movie so much like how Batman is supposed to fight in the comics. Comes out of the floor, just everyone's guns are disabled, and he just starts fucking wrecking people's shit, just punching people, throwing people. I mean, it was amazing. Using all his gadgets in the fight, it was great. Uh, Superman's still not that great in that movie. Henry Cavill, for being such a perfect actor to play Superman, has gotten nothing but dog shit writing for Superman. Zack Snyder is a good... That's because I don't think people know how to write a Superman movie. I disagree. Lately. Zack Snyder is not the man to to film a Superman movie. He is the perfect man to do a Batman movie. Yeah, because he likes fucking dark He, he likes dark and that stylized. It, it fits... Per, his, his visual style and mm-hmm. enjoyment is perfect for Batman. Superman, you need somebody who films like uplifting films who's... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You need a completely different visual style for him. And I just don't think he was the right director for a Superman movie. And no. I don't think anybody... Like, if this would have been in... If Feige would have been controlling all this, he would have had a handle on Superman's personality. And he would have let his bright, happy version of Superman exist in Snyder's dark that's, universe. That's what DC... Or not DC. This is, this is what Warner Brothers just needs to understand. That Kevin Feige is a nerd at heart. You need somebody who so you truly need... knows it to keep everything together. Instead of just doing this random dog shit that mm-hmm. they do. But I think this, I doubt they will. They never learn. But if they could take any lesson from this, it should just be to get a director who is clearly good at what he does mm-hmm. and just let him make a movie. So do you think they Zack Snyder asked to make this movie or they came to Zack Snyder to make this movie? I think they to, came... For Man of Steel. Man and of Steel, Batman, I think they came to him for Man of Steel. Okay. He had done Watchmen and Sucker Punch. And they they really liked him. He's been working for Warner Brothers for this a while. Is, this is what they thought. They were like, well, he's already did superhero movies before or hero, you know, comic book movies before. Just give him Superman. Yep. They they don't know what they're doing. He didn't do a bad job with no, Man of Steel. No, he didn't. I don't know, because Man of Steel, I actually think is a very good Superman movie. It just doesn't seem to me to be the right tone for the character. You know what I mean? For that specific character. Mm-hmm. He, he has a, a different How often vibe. do you see Superman go and like, have to kill people? I can't think. Well, well I, it's I can, different for me. I'm fine with Superman killing people, right? Yeah, but but, but, but you're want, talking about the darker tones of it, and this is one of the I, things. I'm, I'm saying in in a comic book, in a movie, in a cartoon, I'd be fine if Superman lasers a man's fucking head off. I don't give a shit. But it's yeah, the but way not... it's the way you show it, right? Because like if if Superman is punching up this big alien and he just fucking punches his face and the guy dies. It's different than if you have this huge emotional scene where he clearly doesn't want to mm-hmm. do the murder and it's slow and it's up close and it's brutal and like it, it's not, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like how in the Marvel movies, they kill people in the Marvel movies. You never feel like it's it's grimy and, and right, close right. And, and brutal. Even in Suicide Squad, it was fun and lighthearted and quick. But that scene, he specifically went out of his way to make as real and raw and like yeah, uncomfortable as possible. And it... it, it he did that yeah, on purpose, and yeah, it did yeah. that thing. You could have had him kill Zod in a million different ways that would have had a million different, you know, reactions. 
and it, it just it, it was an intentional thing for him. And yeah. I, that's what and I'm saying. I don't think he's the, the guy for it. Yeah. But if you took it, see, their problem was is that they didn't go for the original versions. Marvel is doing the most generic versions of the characters. They're doing the comic accurate, plain, run-of-the-mill version of every character, right? Mm-hmm. Now they've gotten to the point where they're starting to, to fuck around and do weird, fun stuff. He was almost doing like a Frank Miller universe. You know what I mean? He was doing a dark Batman kills now. He's way more brutal. Superman's unhappy and works for the, you know. Like he, he but they started with that and people wanted, give me the most comic accurate version yeah. first before you get into the fun stuff. I think they're doing it backwards. I think what's going to happen with this Flashpoint movie is that it's going to change everything. They're going to keep what worked from what they've done so far. They're going to get rid of what didn't. And they're going to try the most comic accurate they can and we're just going to pretend like this was a dark universe that no longer exists because of flashpoint which will work yeah i mean it's also just the best way to retcon everything i mean that's literally what flashpoint was was a retcon for the universe i i would like i'm excited for that movie honestly i'm excited to see where they're going to take it and i kind of like like coming off of this i'm happy with if they continue on in this trajectory, still, it's going to be good. I still think they should just copy and paste animated movies. Yeah. Animated movies know what they're doing. I mean, animated movies are based off of comics based pretty off the directly. Comics, but yeah, but but now you have a, a visual of yeah. them doing it right. And then and then if you get to the movies and it's just messed up. But, but before we move on. Have you seen a lot of the DC animated movies? I've seen almost all of them. Have you seen the Superman, uh, I think it's like Versus the Elites? Have you seen that one? I have not. I think you should watch that one. Okay. That one shows... Okay, so for me, first time I've seen it, I hated it. I hated it because they made Superman to be a killer, and I was like, this is not him. I can't watch this movie. But after arguing with my dad for for a long, long time, I've come to respect the movie because... It shows Superman like not holding back, and it shows what he would do if he wasn't holding back. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good movie. I think you should check it out. It, it just made me think of that as you were talking about, you know, the personality of, of Superman. Superman. So yeah, surprised you haven't seen that one. Yeah, I haven't watched a lot of the recent ones recently. No, this one's an old one. Is it? Yeah, this is an old one. This is this came out a while ago. Oh, is I, that I say the... this came out before the Fat Bat one. Oh, this is um, I might have seen that actually. It's like him versus like... like space people with technology. They're humans. They're like a. They're like the elite are like a gang mm-hmm. that operates. I think. Like, I think the main guy's like from England or something, and they they like. They're they're scummy people, but they're they're acting like superheroes. Mm-hmm. From what I remember, they have and, like technology though, right? Mm-hmm. Like a, and and then the fight like does happen. I think so. And then the I've fight does this, happen yeah. in space. Yeah, I've seen. This. Yeah, the, the fight takes place on like the moon. Yeah, and that's where he goes and like kills everybody but yeah yeah like i said i don't have a problem with superman being a killer it's just the way he does it because like i felt like um you have you seen justice league war right yes i think I love that movie i Atlantic think he gets beat up I, I think they ruined superman's personality in that i think he's way too much of a dick oh i agree 100 he's an asshole he, he's a dick. it doesn't seem like him at all He's kind of like... But does this follow... Okay, so Justice League War, is this like the New 52 yes, universe? Yes, New 52. And New 52 does he, Superman... Does he, does he act like that? I think he's a little bit comics? more of an asshole. Yeah, I hate New 52 Superman. I think a lot of people did because they brought back um, pre-crisis 
or pre-Flashpoint. They brought back pre-Flashpoint um, Superman. There was a minute in the comic continuity where there's two Clark Kents. And the one See, right... The, this, the, stuff, this stuff confuses me too I, much. I believe the one right now who has his son, mm-hmm. who's with Super Sons, I think he's... Well, I think... Which Superman are we at right now? I don't know because I, I, know we're at, I know we're past New 52. Because it's Rebirth now. And or is this New Frontier? Or is this... No, or is this, this is Rebirth. I think it's Rebirth. Okay, well, I think Rebirth is going to end soon. Because from what I understand, Rebirth was just... We took what you liked from New 52 and... I thought New Frontier came after New 52, though. No, it was definitely Rebirth. I don't know what yeah. New Frontier is. Maybe I'm just thinking of the movie. Yeah. And there is a movie called New Frontier, but yeah. I thought there was a New Frontier... I don't think... I've never heard of that. Okay. But I, that, don't quote me. I haven't been keeping up that closely. Okay. But I know Rebirth was literally like they took some of the stuff from New 52 and then some of the old stuff and put it all together. So These these uh, constant reboots are, are getting to me. Well, they want to try new stuff, but also if they try the new stuff, like the wrong new stuff, then people get yeah. really pissed. Like, also, the, the way that these... Uh, these events happen are just like wild now. Like I told you before, like um, villain of the year is what's what's happening. It's gonna be like the new big thing, mm-hmm. and it's like six dimensional characters that oh, are yeah. fighting and like then crazy and space then, stuff. And then like the villain of the year is the person that's created the entire. I'm, I'm not multiverse. I think that's too small. But like create all, all of DC. Yeah. And so now they're fighting the creator of all things. Even like yeah. This stuff gets it gets over my head. Like I said, it's that that power scaling thing where at mm-hmm. a point it becomes you're just giving them more powers to win. It's boring. Mm-hmm. Like one of my favorite runs on Batman is um, Scott Snyder's or no, yeah, Scott Snyder's Batman run, which is the court of started with Court of Owls. What I think it was actually maybe Zero Year came first. Okay. But then it was Court of Owls and all that. And it was all that with um, Greg Capolo as the artist. Fantastic run. Absolutely beautiful art. Well-written stories. It's none of this world-ending shit. Grounded stories. Batman's, Batman's not going to the moon. He's just fucking... He's just fighting the Joker. And it's not super grounded. I mean, Batman loses his mind. He clones yeah, but himself. I'm, I'm saying when I say grounded stories, I mean like... It gets to it's, it's at a small enough. It's a Gotham point, story. It's yeah, where you're able here. to re, be able to relate to it to in a to mm-hmm. a sense. When this stuff when stuff starts happening in outer space and then you get fourth or fifth dimensional characters and you so, can't even understand. It's so over the top and boring yeah. at that point. And I just wish that they could. And they always want to do these huge crossovers. And I would be so much better. I think it would be so much better if instead of spending all this time on doing a crossover, right? Mm-hmm. Hire a good writer, like a real good writer. And then just do one big graphic novel that's actually fantastic. You know what I mean? Be like, instead of doing this huge crossover, we're just gonna have a fucking epic Batman story, just like a you know, like a what if it, if one one hardback graphic novel series has probably twenty comics in it, mm-hmm. we're gonna have one that's like three times that thick, and it's just gonna be epic. We're gonna spend a lot of time on the art. You know what I mean? I don't want. 20 fucking different bullshit timelines or stories or books that all tie together. I want one yeah, well-written, that's, that's one thing I well-crafted really book. I, I don't have a lot of comics, but some of the ones that I do have, um, I hate how like I'll, I'll be reading one and it'll be like, continue this story mm-hmm. in this person's chapter two. You and know, I'm not going whatever. to. I'm just like, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm just it's doing too much. Yeah, that's annoying. The um, this is off topic, kind of. I can't remember Where off topic? what specific issue or what specific storyline it was, but there's this moment. It was the most Batman thing Batman's ever done. So he's talking. He's with Gordon. He's on the rooftop of something. Okay. And Gordon is basically telling him, "Hey, there's this plane is crashing. I need you to." Or maybe he's not on the rooftop with him. Maybe, I think he is. And then he's like, the, roof, the plane's crashing. You have to... No, no, no. They're on the rooftop. They're talking about something else. And in the distance, the plane starts crashing. Okay. And so Gordon turns back to look at Batman, and Batman's gone. And then he's radioing him. And he's like, plane's crashing. It's going to land here. Da, 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 da. What are you going to do? And then Batman's like, I'm on the plane. <laughs> And like, already like he got there so fast, and Gordon's like, "What do you mean you're on the plane? <laughs> How is that gonna help?" And I think he like, I think he like grapples both sides, and he like steers it away or something. It was so epic, but um, I don't know. It just felt like that. It wasn't massively over the top. I think he like drove his car and it like launched him into the air, and then he grappled mm. it, and um, but it's. That that interaction between him and Gordon, so fun. You know what I mean? Like so exhilarating to just have like this character just be like in disbelief of Batman's fucking craziness for like a second. And I, I just wish they could, you know, that's the kind of stuff people like in comic books. You know what I mean? Like maybe they'll have that in a new Batman movie that's coming out. That'd be cool. But yeah, I don't know. They DC's definitely struggling. They're definitely not as going as strong as Marvel. They don't have... In, the only excuse they have is... is coherent. It's just them. It's not the material. What, what DC's... What DC has been doing is what they... Is what Marvel... Not Marvel. What Disney has did with the Star Wars movies. Yeah. Reactionary. They had, they had an idea and then they're just like... They didn't commit to yeah, it. Yeah. It's, it's all reactions to the fan base and it, it's hurting the stuff more than it is. I think they have such great source material. Some of these characters, I mean, before the Marvel movies took off, mm-hmm. Batman and Superman were the biggest superheroes in the world. You know what I mean? I think maybe Spider-Man might have been up in there. So I think maybe, Spider-Man might even have been the most recognizable. I, yeah, I think it, I think it went like Superman, Batman, Spider-Man in like some, some kind order. of inter- interchangeable order. But I mean, they they had way more recognizable characters. DC did. You know what I mean? Yeah, super, Superman was like the golden boy. Like, super, Everybody knows of Superman. Yeah. And Bat- Batman has the most comic books ever written about him. No character has more comic books than Batman. He's the most profitable comic book character as far as but comic But then again, they, they did do well with their, with their movie. Okay, Batman did well with, the, with his movies. Mm-hmm. The, the, um, the Dark Knight series. Even the Burton movies before those, they were cheesy. Mm-hmm. And the TV series. I mean, he, he's, he's been the most marketable, most usable character. That's why in almost every one of their animated films, Batman's in it. You have a Justice League Dark movie, we're going to throw Batman in it. Right. They and know it gets them. The, Superman uh, had, what was the fourth movie called? It came out earlier in the year. Superman Returns? Is it, uh, yeah, Superman Returns. I was going to say Return Home, but yeah. it's Superman Returns. With um, the guy who plays the Atom. I think, to me, that movie I didn't care about. No, I was never... I don't think they've... I don't think they've done a Superman movie the way that you should do a Superman movie. I, I can see I can see a trilogy in my head of like do his origin story, you know what I mean? Yeah. Do a good proper origin story, some beginning year Superman stuff, have him 
maybe face his first real big challenge. Then a second movie. Also, he has tons of different villains that you can use. His second and... movie. I, I don't even touch Zod. Don't touch Doomsday. Oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna say yeah. I was gonna say Metallo, Brainiac. Have Brainiac in the third movie. I was going to say, have just have Lex Luthor in one of the movies. Well, I was going to say. I was going to say, have Lex Luthor in the second movie, Brainiac third movie. Well, I was going to say, first movie is, you could pick anybody, right? Mm-hmm. But this is his first time dealing with a real big crime. Like a real big superhero. Mm-hmm. Like a world-saving stuff. But it's in Metropolis. But he's, this is his, I'm learning years. Yeah. Second movie, him versus Lex Luthor. It's him. He's, it, it was, he's, it's he's all about just it. Like, it's going to be like, Ten years like later, the Dark Knight movie. Yeah. Ten years later, he's all in it. Third movie, I want space. I want Superman... Dealing with aliens. I want Guardian of the Galaxy vibes. I want this crazy fucking Superman movie. Three totally distinct movies. Same Superman. I feel like, I catch feel like everything it's that he has. It's not that hard to do this. It's so easy. I, I think, but I also think Superman is also a hard character to write stuff for. Or even, yeah, just to write stuff for because Kryptonite or magic is the only, you know, his only problem. It's not even that. That's not true, though. The, the easiest way to deal with a character that's invincible is that. The people he cares about are not invincible. He's not emotionally invincible. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got a point You know there. what I mean? Superman could pretzel any person on Earth. The second you have his mom captured and held at you know, gunpoint, he may be fast. He's not going to save her before you shoot her in the head. It, it, it's, you know, or events. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he, if he's going up against somebody who outsmarts him. Yeah, just... Or you could have a... a Injustice. Like a, a team-up. Yeah, a team-up movie. Where, not team-up movie, but... A whole bunch of different villains. Mm-hmm. And let's say he's taking care of one guy in this area, and then something so, else happens. Yeah, and it it, it it could be an emotional thing for him. Yeah, know, and that's, I, that's actually what happened in, in in the Dark Knight. Yeah, where you know you have uh, Two Face and the Joker. Do we have somebody else in there? I don't think we did. But basically, Two Face was having his own thing happening while the Joker's having his own thing mm-hmm. happening. And then, he, and then you had to worry about his love interest. And Batman was pulled apart, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's. A very interesting Honestly, thing. Honestly, just copy and paste what, what happened in all of the Dark Knight series and just give it to Superman. So easy. But you know what I mean? But I just want a, light, a nice tone. I want him to be well-written. I want him to be the Superman that we remember from the fucking Justice League as a kid where he's just the the straightest, you know, the, the straight man, the fucking... He, he's like the, the ray of hope. Like, you yeah. see him and you're like, you're, you're excited to see him. But he's, he's like the stereotypical guy. I am excited for the Val Zod movie by, with Michael Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. But this is made by J.J. Abrams, right? It might be. I think J.J. Abrams is a good Superman yeah, director. But, but from what I'm hearing, he, he's just a nostalgia director. But th- that's what I want for Superman. Okay, you got a point Superman is nostalgia. He's got a point there. He's, he's old-timey. He's, I was, I was he's, only playing devil's advocate. I don't have, a, I don't have a, like anything against, against that because, you know... He made the what uh, episode seven. Everybody mm-hmm. hated, not everybody, but a lot of people hated the episode seven because it was just a mirror of. Episode but it was four. good. But I was like, I like it. It's so. a good movie. Yeah, it made sense. It was well put together. He does have that mystery box bullshit that he likes mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. You can't really do that with Superman. Just give me a nice, lighthearted, fun. He saves people. He's he's yeah, he's a know. proper person. He's not depressed. He's not struggling with stuff he's just superman dc really has more recognize well probably not now but more recognizable characters and they just dropped the bag with like almost all of them i was gonna say because before marvel movies took off flash green lantern and wonder woman would have been more recognizable than anybody they, marvel had they, yes didn't even know who the guardians of the galaxy were prior to that it would have been it, the thing that they would have had to rival would have been x-men and the fantastic four which yes. still i don't think were as recognizable as those as that justice league 
the Avengers wasn't even close. The Justice League was massive. In our in the nineties as kids, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Also, because also the Justice League had a show then, like so mm. everybody knew those people. Avengers didn't have shit back in the day. Avengers was, did have a couple movies. I will say that. Yeah, but nothing good. Really, really what they had was wait, wait, wait! Don't talk about those animated movies. Those really, what they had, movies. really what they had was X Men and Fantastic Four and yeah. Spider Man. Yeah, that was their strong suit back then, and those were the characters. And the reason those were. And, those weren't even Marvel movies at the time. It was all licensed out to Sony, I still believe. Marvel's one people doing stuff right. You got Sony messing up. You got WB messing up. Yeah. You got Legendary doing their own thing. I like that. Because they're going to create a Gundam movie and I'm excited for that. <laughs> but I think this is a huge good step, this Suicide Squad. This is the first one where I've said I like it with no caveats no but, but not also, this i mean i'm 100 percent on board for this movie but also, every movie was this quality they would knock it out of the park there's still that bias because this is also james gunn mm-hmm. he's a marvel director that but also you know i don't i think they were just trying to get on everybody's good side with this i don't think they're going to keep this same quality up for the next couple movies well they, i hope they do he's gone he's gone back to marvel i know that's what i'm saying like they've said after they this, hope he comes back like I said, I'm but just, I, um, but also they need to have other directors that, that can actually do stuff like James. Well, here's Dunn. here's my opinion. Matt Reeves is a great director. The guy who's doing the new Batman, mm-hmm. he is a fantastic director. He did the Planet of the Apes franchise. Those are things. Those movies are critically acclaimed. I've never yes. seen them. You've never seen them? I haven't got to them yet. Nick, I I have such a weird Nick. What's I have, wrong with you? I watched, at least just watch the first one. The first one is like I'm going to watch. It's impactful. Them. I'm going to watch them. But so you agree? He's a good director. I didn't know he made those, but yes, I agree. Great movies, right? I agree. So now, if they take this lesson and just let him make his fucking movie, (laughs) don't mess with it, and let it come out the way he decides it to come out, I bet you it'll be good. Because I think that's nine times out of ten a bad movie is just they wouldn't let a director do his thing. You know what I mean? They know what they're doing. They're spending four or five years of their life on this. You know what I mean? But it's like you got to... You got to get lucky and fight your way through studio fucking your shit up a couple of times before you get to the point where now they won't try and mess your stuff up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Only a few times have I ever, in my opinion, has it ever been that you let a director have complete control and then they fuck it up. Michael Bay? Yeah, I hate Michael (laughs) Bay. But you know what? Michael Michael Bay Bay is achieving his vision. It's 100% what he wants to be on, on that okay, screen. Okay, you got a point, but... And there's people that like that shit. It's not for me, and it is bad. It's low quality. But he's hitting a market that wants that, and he's you, doing okay, what he wants to point. do. You have a point. I was you know about I mean? to get on, on a huge Transformer tangent. They're I bad. Love Transformers, but... They're bad movies. Yes. And they're exactly Actually, they're how not, he wants them to they're be. They're only bad up from three and onward. <laughs> Personally. I have nostalgia for the first three. I've seen them in theaters. I was young enough to enjoy them. I think four is when... So you know a lot about Transformers then, right? No. Okay, okay. Well, do I you did know watch that, them as a you kid. You know that... You know Megatron. Mm-hmm. You know Megatron eventually becomes Galvatron. Yeah. Okay. When when we saw that in, what, movie four, where Galvatron is like this actual, like, Transformium, and he just, like oozes his way into transforming i was done with the movie i was like you just I'll, i've been waiting for this character and then you ruin it and you just destroyed him like megatron's like the coolest dude and then you just want to give him this 
upgrade that's just disgusting. But Michael Bay is a is a over the top action guy. He's not a '90s guy, right? There there is a director out there who grew up watching the Transformers, playing with the Transformers toys, okay, and that person created Bumblebee. Whoever whoever that was, it might have be, you seen Bumblebee? Movie? I haven't seen it. Oh my gosh, I'm tired of you now. <laughs> I don't think we could do this podcast anymore. It's You're just, not seeing anything good now. Movie's well, a good movie. Yeah, actually. but the one before it was the Transformers started to fall off. I stopped watching the franchise. I, I, I agree with that. that is but, good. but Bumblebee is completely separate. It's not even made by Michael Bay. I, I've heard that. I've, I've heard that. It's not as if I didn't. Have know. you seen Iron Giant? This is an old and like old the animated, animated movie. Yeah, yeah. Iron Giant and Bumblebee are like synonymous. Yeah. it's the same thing, but just with transforming people now. Yeah. So Iron Giant is my all-time favorite movie. What's up? Iron Giant is my all-time favorite movie. Really? Yes. Like when kids he, movie or movie ever? A kids movie. Kids movie. Like, Mine's the mask. My the mask is. I, I enjoy the mask. I I got the mask at the right age. Mm-hmm. Here, let me let me let me preference this. Favorite kids movie that was probably made for kids. It's, it's kind of like an all-family movie. Okay. As a kid, my favorite movie was Little Nicky, which is an Adam Sandler movie that I should not have been watching at the age of three to five. I would say. <laughs> But I did love the mask, that movie as a mask kid. was weird to me, but I did enjoy it. I would say my two favorite my two favorite movies when I was a kid was Space Jam's because I was just Space Jam was lit as a I kid. Just, yes, I just loved Space Jam, and then Iron Giant. I will always watch Iron Giant, and then so I was just, one of my favorites. I loved Iron Giant. Recently, I would say in the last like three years, my brother got Iron Giant for Christmas, yeah. and when I saw he got that for Christmas. I flipped out. I was like, how you get him this movie? I was like, this is my favorite. He's he's too young to understand what this is. Later in the day on Christmas, I got the same movie from my from my grandma. I was like, okay, now you, now you guys know what you're doing. Sorry. Yeah, I Iron Giant is a fantastic kids movie. It really is. It's mm-hmm. it's top notch. Yeah, I was so happy to see him in Ready Player 1. You seen Ready Player 1? I didn't watch it. I know I know oh, no, I know what it was about. It was in theaters it was in theaters when I worked there. I chose not to watch it. Ready Player One is just a nostalgia movie. Yeah, I like if you if you were born in the nineteen nineties, it's yeah, but it's all nostalgia for shit I could care less about. I know what was in it. I okay, so I'm just gonna just gonna do my little talk about about this movie. So I didn't really I thought I thought the concept of just being in a game is it's a I like that concept. Yeah. So I went to go see the movie. Didn't know anything that was gonna happen in it. I just knew Iron Giant was in it. And I knew Mecha Godzilla was in it. Watching it, I seen the Iron Giant. He didn't have no no big role, so it wasn't all like that. And then we see, I got to see Mechagodzilla. I was like, this is cool. And then they pulled, they showed off a Gundam. When they showed off a Gundam, my mouth dropped. I was like, this is the first time I'm like actually showing emotion in the theater because mm-hmm. I that's the first time I can remember showing emotion in the theater because, of course, like I told you, Gundam is my all time favorite thing. And yeah. so when when the little Japanese dude was like, I'm gonna use my secret weapon, and he said Gundam, I was like, no. <laughs> And then uh, you saw that you saw this Mechagodzilla is like massive, and then the Gundam is like the size of his leg, and you just see him just jumping around, just like using the light, him up. Yeah. It was cool. It was cool. You watch the new episode of Rick and Morty? I keep forgetting that they come out every Sunday. It's um, Day. it's like a Voltron ripoff. It's I know Voltron. Voltron ripoff? I know Voltron's not Gundam, but it's in the same vein. Okay, I want to watch that. Yeah, it's pretty good. I like Voltron too. Yeah, it's all, but it's also a, a mob movie. <laughs> a mob? Yeah, they put the mob and. Gundam and Voltron together. It was pretty good. Okay. No. When did, when does episode come out again? Sundays? Sunday nights. Yeah. Okay. Um, I had something I needed to say. Uh oh, for anybody who wants to hear this, int- who who loves really stupid shit. So I used to work at the movie theater, uh, when I was younger, and when Ready Player One was out, 
they had the posters in the in the movie theater. And as somebody who walks up and down the halls of a movie theater all day long, you notice basically every detail of everything in right. the hallway. The Ready Player One poster, when he is climbing up a like scaffolding or a ladder or something, uh, the angle his his he has his one knee is bent on a rung, and the other leg is extended long, right? Okay. And the the leg that's extended long has something um, obscuring uh, above the knee calf area. But so whoever Photoshop painted did whatever fucked this thing up drastically his leg is basically as long as his whole body his his left leg his right leg that's bent his knee that's bent is completely normal this thing is stupid fucking long the second you see it it is so bad look it up you will lose your shit and we i used to point it out to everybody i worked with and they all thought it was hilarious that that, think of all the steps they had to get through this man had to finish it then he had to send it away. Then, like, a whole marketing team probably oh, had to... Wait, it's a Google search. <laughs> Ready player, one poster league. Yeah, I'm telling you. It was wild. When I pointed... When I when I noticed it walking up and down the halls, I was like, this is so dumb. Jordan is looking it up now, everybody. Oh, it's so long, right? <laughs> That's so stupid. It's so long. Oh, my gosh. How did they fucking fail that bad? Dang. It's great. But trust me, anybody who's listening, please go look at it. All right, everyone. I think we've been going for almost two hours now. No, two hours. So we are going to wrap this one up. And uh, I have some ideas for the next topic, but we're not going to talk about them on here in case we don't do them. Also, check out, because <laughs> we never stick with that. Yeah. Also, check out our YouTube channel. Uh, under the same name, Lift Your Spirits. We currently have three videos up. By the time this is out, there will be more. Yes. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. And bye. Yeah.